Recorded live. And my special guest this evening is Dr. John Hall. And Dr. John Hall is a medical doctor in San Antonio, Texas, specializing in anesthesiology, pain management, and stem cell therapy. He is a diplomat of the... Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hyperspace on the Dark Matter Radio Network. I'm your host, Hilaris Blue Raven. I want to thank everybody for tuning in this evening, and a special thank you to webmaster and producer Keith Rowland. And my special guest this evening is Dr. John Hall. And Dr. John Hall is a medical doctor in San Antonio, Texas, specializing in anesthesiology, pain management, and stem cell therapy. He is a diplomat of the American Board of Anesthesiology and a member of the North American Neuromodulation Society, Mind Science Foundation, and an associate expert with Bioethics Beyond Borders. He has authored two books dealing with non-consensual experimentation, his first, A New Breed, Satellite Terrorism in America, is currently being put into film, and his second, Guinea Pigs, Technologies of Control, recently released. In times of universal deceit, telling the truth becomes a revolutionary act. Well said, indeed. And it is with great honor and appreciation I welcome Dr. John Hall to the show this evening. Hi, John. Hey, Solaris. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing tonight? Oh, pretty good. I'm just glad to finally be doing a radio show that starts at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time instead of 3 in the morning. Well, all right. Yay. And we're, we're very happy to have you on board with us. And, of course, I know you're on – you're actually working off the set. You're filming right now. Yeah. Correct? Yeah, we're, okay. yeah, we've actually been doing some filming and getting a trailer done on the book. So Okay, let's talk just a little bit about that for our listeners who are not familiar with your research. Um, please let everybody know what you've been involved with and how you got involved in the film. I believe it's called Targeted. Yeah. Okay. Well, the, the Targeted is based on, um, based on my first book, A New Breed, Satellite Terrorism in America. Uh, for those who, who have never heard of me or don't know who I am, the the book was a result of the help that I was giving a, a girl that I had been engaged to uh, that became targeted with electronic harassment um, and covert technologies that typically are reserved for warfare. Um, 
And she came to me with a really odd story that uh, she was being attacked with directed energy, was being stalked by people that she didn't know, um, that were full-spectrum type surveillance. You know, people were following her to work, you know, staying around her house, staying close, and that she was hearing the voices of the people attacking her. So um, I knew this girl really well, knew that there was no drug problems or mental illness problems. So gave her the benefit of the doubt and having known something about the technology I recognized kind of the symptoms that she was telling me so given the benefit of the doubt we we uh, did some counter surveillance and we wired her house for sound um, no video unfortunately I, I wish she had allowed that because it would have probably got the perpetrators arrested but we did have uh, audio with voice activated recording systems uh, in her condo and found out that she indeed was being stalked by a former FBI agent who was um, retired from the FBI and working as a private investigator and accessing technology that, to those that have never heard about it, is going to sound like science fiction, but technology that's designed to interact with the human nervous system, specifically the brain, uh, that's used to track you and um, alter or heterodyne your EEG to make you symptomatic for various emotions or illnesses. Um, and we did find out there are counter surveillance that it indeed was this individual um, seemed to be protected by the government and by the um, Texas Department of Public Safety, who licenses private investigators in Texas. So once seeing that we weren't going to be able to get this guy behind bars for not only targeting and stalking her, but for drugging her with rohypnol and physically raping her, that uh, decided the next best thing was to write a book and change the names uh, since I couldn't get them behind bars uh, and wrote the book. And then immediately after the book released and I started doing some radio shows like yours, uh, immediately was bombarded with emails from people all across the globe complaining of exactly the same thing and and i don't mean similar situations i mean exactly the same situations the exact same methodologies with the targeting exact same methodologies with the technology um so it came to light pretty quickly that this was a you know a global thing and especially bad in the united states mm -hmm. so you know and that was the main reason the book was written to expose that the technology was now being used on the public and not just in the field of war Absolutely, and I applaud you for doing this, by the way. I realize, you know, you put yourself on the line by doing that as a doctor, and we all appreciate you doing this. Um, I also wanted to go into the EEG heterodyning and cloning. Now, it's my impression that they're actually, um, they're actually trying to map, a, a, say, a schizophrenic brainwave pattern onto a target and create this, this false brain um, kind of an interface. What is your definition of that? Well, I mean, the, the EEG heterodyning is, is kind of the way the whole thing is done. Actually, the targeting and the tracking is... Um, by receiving the EEG, and everybody's EEG is different. Um, now, a lot of people may have gone and had an EEG done by a neurologist. Now, that is a very archaic form of, of EEG monitoring that, that, unfortunately, we still have to use medically when there's much better monitoring available through the government. But um, everybody's is different. So your EEG as an individual is kind of like your fingerprint, and that's actually we call it brain fingerprinting because it's, it's different from individual to individual. However, there are certain waveforms uh, and certain rhythms that you can give to the EEG that will, that will cause agitation or schizophrenic-like symptoms or uh, depression or anger or rage. And what you do is actually take that person's EEG and then you heterodyne it or you encode it with the correct rhythms that will cause whatever the desired emotion is that you're wanting to cause. 
and then you transmit it back to that person, and they were in train that EEG, the modified EEG, until it actually starts activating in their own brain, and then they will display those emotions or twitching or heart rate or, you know, whatever you want to do. I mean, the brain controls everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so once it's heterodyned and re-entrained, then you will display those symptoms. But one thing I would like to be clear on, too, is we've also found that just being under the electromagnetic monitoring itself, just being barded, being bombarded with electromagnetic fields increases your dopamine levels. And, you know, for a while, the dopamine hypothesis was thought to be the cause of of, of real schizophrenia. I mean, schizophrenia does exist. So uh, it was noticed that true schizophrenics, most of them did have elevated dopamine levels. So the medications that were invented to treat schizophrenia, most of them downregulate receptors or lower dopamine levels. So, and that's the same thing we see with, with chronic exposure to electromagnetic fields is you'll have a transient response of elevated dopamine before your receptors finally downregulate and the dopamine levels start to drop. And interestingly enough, that coincides with a very schizophrenic appearance in targeted individuals. You can tell when they're, when they're first being targeted, when the targeting's real early and their dopamine hasn't downregulated, that's when they're, you know, they're wide-eyed and everybody's a part of it and their family's a part of it and every car that drives by is a part of it, you know, and they're hypervigilant and, and they do have a schizophrenic look because of the elevated dopamine and you know several months passes as the dopamine receptors down regulate and then they'll be able to look at things more methodically and more logically and and they're certainly a lot easier to work with because they can you can see well yeah not not every car is following me and not every person is a part of it and my family's probably not a part of it in most cases so uh, you know so it is kind of a twofold thing that causes that look Right. And are these symptoms permanent after a target's been heterodyned? Can they disable this technology or the effects of the technology onto a, a target? Yeah, and actually the the way it, it works is you they're basically shooting two dissimilar frequencies, at least the way you know we, we postulate that it works. And I've done a lot of work with Dr. Duncan on this regard. <laughs> is It's kind of basically a, a branch off of Malik's uh, early research where and then sent back. So one of the things that we've had a lot of success working with, and I mentioned this in Guinea Pigs, the book, mm-hmm. um, is, is using binaural beats to resynchronize the EEG because they, they depend on that interference wave to be able to heterodyne the EEG. So if you can actually re-entrain both hemispheres of the brain to operate at the same frequency again, hence stopping the interference wave, then you actually stop their ability to decode your EEG out of it. And uh, that may be something that, you know, you have to do every night um, in order to, to keep it from coming back and or hopefully just make it make yourself a, too hard of a target for them to continue pursuing. And, right. and that's actually and actually a, a trademark came out with guinea pigs with some shirts that have a big target sign on that says hard target. Excellent. Because that's really your best defense is making yourself before them. I agree with that. So do you actually do this type of procedure yourself or do you just, is it a machine people can hook up to for the, uh, the balancing of the hemispheres or? Yeah, actually, actually the way we do it is 
you know, some people have the innate ability, you know, to do that through meditation. Hmm. Um, uh, and I guess basically what it allows you to do is not focus on the communications because, you know, most of these victims have voice to skull. You know, they're hearing right. the voices of the perpetrators that attack them. And that's done for a very specific reason. You know, that is is not necessarily done to harass you. It's done to entrain you. Because as long as long as they keep you focusing on them and you're answering back, you know, and basically it's a form of synthetic telepathy. Correct. And you're answering answering back, that keeps you entrained, and that's why they never stop. That's why it's 24/7, and and they try to not even let you sleep, because as long as they keep you entrained and keep you answering back, it keeps you targeted. So, one of the easiest things, and and I guess I say it's easy because you don't need to go see somebody and you don't need an apparatus to do it. But if you can actually teach yourself to ignore the voices and not respond back to the voices, whether you need to drown it out with loud music or focus on something, um, that's the way you, you stop hearing them and stop responding. And as the entrainment fades away, so will the targeting, because they have to entrain you to target you. Mm-hmm. And most of the victims will even tell you, they'll say, well, when I'm in a deep conversation with somebody that's in front of me, you know, a live face, or we're talking, most of the time what you'll hear is, well, then they shut up because I know they're listening to my conversation. <laughs> it, right. You know, it, 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 it's not that they're shutting up and listening to your conversations. You're altering your brain waves mm-hmm. and you're focusing on somebody, and that's in training your brain on them instead of what you're hearing through synthetic telepathy. Mm-hmm. And so they're not able to target you at those moments. It's not that they're trying to listen. They don't have to, to listen to your spoken word because they're hearing your thoughts. Mm-hmm. But it's not because they're focusing on what you're saying it's because your your eeg changes whenever you focus on something and uh, a well-known victim that i've that i've worked with and I, I can't say his name but we had a long talk about this and he said you know what john he said you know you're right because i've taken up painting and when i paint i'm very focused by pain and he said i've noticed that they leave me alone when i'm painting I said, yeah, that's because they can't target you because you have a normal EEG when you're focusing both hemispheres on something. Mm-hmm. So. It makes perfect sense to me. And also, there is a lot of talk. And I, I mean, you're, not, you're talking to someone who's actually been pulled into a program like that in 2004. So I'm very clear on the synthetic telepathy and what they do. And my question to you is, with all the technology, and I know that the military, you touched on this in your book, your new book, Guinea Pigs. The military has been working with artificial intelligence and synthetic telepathy, supposedly, and, and kind of working with their personnel and, and training them. So what, what happens is, in my opinion, don't you think that would be a permanent kind of a nano entrainment or interface where the neurons actually become a hybridization of the technology and you can't disable it? Well, so far, that's, that's not what we've seen. I mean, that's ultimately okay. what, they, what they would like to do. And they may, they may be doing that with people that are actually, you know, hired by the government. If, they're, if you're a contractor or you're a CIA guy or an NSA guy, uh, they may actually have figured out a way to do that. You know, so far with uh, with most of the victims, we found that uh, if they can't do it innately, you know, by just stopping the entrainment on their own, what we've been doing is uh, using a binaural beat program uh, at night. You know, the brain opens up during during REM sleep and 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 during deep delta sleep, and that's the reason uh, most of these victims will tell you when they're you know when they have go to sleep when they are allowed to sleep. They have really wicked nightmares, vivid, wicked nightmares, and that's that's due to exposure to heavy electromagnetic fields, mm-hmm. uh, and and some extent, you know, of them actually mining data from your brain or or downloading 
historical information from your brain while you're asleep. Right. And one of the ways we found that for people who just absolutely can't stop listening or stop responding is we'll put earphones in them and use a binaural beat program um, through earphones, one in each ear. So you're actually in training, you know, each hemisphere of the brain with a binaural beat pr program, usually at a, at a Schumann resonance, which is normal brain resonance, um, and do it that way. Um, and the, the couple that I really like, um, Brainwaves um, by Bonsai Labs for Apple products is very easy to use and has some really good background sounds that you can put with the binaural beats. Um, and the other one that's a little a little harder to use unless you're really a whiz at computers. But I mean, most I guess most people are. You know, I'm a little older, but most people probably are a, a little better at computers than me. But it's called Neuro Programmer Three. Uh, and it's free from a lot of sites, and you can actually use it on a laptop, and it has a really good deprogramming uh, program on it. Excellent. Well, this is such good news. You know, a lot of targeted individuals think that this is a permanent thing, and, and what you're really saying is it's not permanent. There is a way to, to create an alternative and actually disable this thing. Yeah, so far it's worked pretty well. Now, I mean, you know, of course, at the same time, we're working on ways to defeat this and to fight it, you know, the powers that be are wake working make, working on ways to make it better. Correct. You know, so um, it'll be an ongoing fight. And um, and that's why I've actually kind of started to focus a lot more of my, my time on actually exposing it completely to non-targets. Uh, because, you know, with most of these targeted individuals, you know, it's, you know, the targeting is bad enough, but the psychiatric diagnosis that often comes with them uh, is even more damning. It, it's basically a second victimization. Right. So um, one of the ways to avoid that and to change that is to expose the technology to the public worldwide. And once everybody actually knows this exists and believes that it exists, it's going to be hard to make it work because, you know, most of the targets will tell you one of the things that they really try the hardest to do is get you diagnosed as mentally ill. You know, they, that has to happen. I mean, the main thing that they're seeking when you get targeted is to get your family members to park you in front of a psychiatrist who's not going to look at your research, who's not going to look on the Internet, who's not going to see that this is happening to 300,000 people in the U.S. and more globally. He's going to be focused on making you fit within the DSM-5 to give you a diagnosis and put you on a med. And those meds aren't going to work because they don't work for targeting. They right. do work for true. They do work for true mental illness. They do not work for targeting. Um, and so Dr. Hall, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just want to make sure. Could you just speak up just a little bit more so we can get a little bit sure. more? Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. So I mean that. So that's kind of what we're working on now. Is just you know if we can get everybody to understand this and get the public to accept the fact that it exists. Then, you know, when someone comes to their parents or their wife or their husband and says, you know what, I think I'm being targeted by this, I am hearing voices and I am being attacked with directed energy, then they're not going to be drug off to a, a psychiatrist who's going to diagnose them as mentally ill. You know, they're going to be talking to somebody who's also heard about it or seen about it. Um, and, and that's one of the reasons that it, rather than doing a documentary on a new breed, that we decided to do a drama based on a true story. Mm -hmm. Because more people are likely to go see it, more non-targets are more likely to go see, you know, a drama based on a true story at the theaters. Um, if we did a documentary on it, you know, certainly we would get most of the TI community to see a documentary, but that's not necessarily the people we need to educate about it. So Exactly. You know, what really needs to happen also is accountability. I mean, these, these departments need to be accountable for this type of what I would call a 
to me, it's a war crime, if you ask me. Now, you mentioned something about nightmares and how they're um, inserting. Well, I didn't say they were, but I, I suspect they're inserting memories and removing memories because with this comes the manipulation of, of whatever is going in there and the database of the mind, wouldn't you say? Yeah, and, and actually that's been done for a long time, and that's actually been done through trauma conditioning. And, um, you know, the, there's a group of psychiatrists that actually formed the False Memory Foundation a long time ago, if that tells you something. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and according to them, you know, they were that was an organization that was set up to help fight false memories that are being implanted by, you know, psycho-hypnotists, you know, that are doing hypnosis-based psychology in, in the, on people. But uh, it just turns out that several of the people in the False Memory Foundation that headed it up were also MKUltra mm. um, supervisors. So, um, you know, that the False Memory Foundation is actually, and it's a true psychiatric organization that's actually, you know, respected and, and recognized by the American Board of Psychiatry. And yeah, it started out with MK Ultra subcontractors, and was actually an apologist group initially, you know, to explain away MK Ultra and Voice to Skull and and everything else that they're using that makes people look mentally ill. So um, it's funny you would you would bring that up because um, that is done intentionally, you sure. know, and, and there are a lot of targets that actually are uploaded with false memories. And I see that quite a bit because I'm, I've, I've interacted with a lot of target individuals and, and talked to a lot of target individuals. And I've talked to the same people now for years where, you know, I kind of know their real history and their original story. And then I'll see it kind of periodically change when, you know, maybe, you know, somebody, you know, 30 years old will tell me about their experiences in World War II or, you know, just, you know, a memory that there's no way they would have. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It, it strikes me as basically they're creating alters through the trauma and the entrainment. It sounds like it anyway. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And, um, you know, luckily we're finally starting to get some people in the psychiatric field that are addressing it now, too. You know, <laughs> when, you know, like I've said, to, you know, some of the other medical doctors that I've worked with before, you know, if, if I had one or two people that came to me complaining of this and, and were hearing voices and felt like they were being stalked, you know, even I as a physician would probably say, you know what, this, this sure sounds like schizophrenia or paranoid schizophrenia. Mm -hmm. When you have 60 people in one town all hearing the same voice and experiencing the same attacks, and when you have 300,000 people across the, the nation methodically you know, explaining, the describing the exact same thing happening to them, as a physician or a scientist, you've got to look at that and go, okay, this isn't mental illness. You know, this isn't somebody hearing God or hearing an angel or hearing garbled, you know, voices in a subway. This is somebody hearing a voice accurately describe their whereabouts in the room and accurately describe Ow. 
So I don't know what was up there. And no one came back? That hmm. card, well, we've got some guests in here. Deb's in here, and there's only like one, two, three, three other callers on the line. Four other callers. Very strange, very strange. And I announced that That's I was going to be doing enough. an after call. What are you putting in the devil's eggs? A vinegar, mayonnaise, mm, mustard, and honey, Dijon mustard. And garlic, pepper, and, or, or what do they call that stuff? Or, hold on, I'll tell you. Paprika. What is paprika? It's a, it's a, it's a flavor enhancer. It's like a spi- spices. I don't like the taste of it. It tastes horrible if you eat it plain. But if you mix it in with, it's just like onions. You know, you don't want to eat, eat onions plain. But if you mix it in with the other food, it tastes great. The paprika is 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 it a is it a root spice? Or mm-hmm. I think so. Let me tell you what's got it. It's, it's got. You want to use paprika on? I I just got the recipe off the internet on you know how to make deviled eggs. I love those things. They're good for you too. Paprika, yeah, it's apparently it's red peppers ah. ground up with something else. So you like deviled eggs, do you? Uh, no, I I'm not fond. Of, I think eggs, you know. Uh, I just stay away from certain things. They're good. Yeah, I don't know what in the hell happened to everybody. Deb said she thinks that some people can't get back in, but, I mean, that's a lot of people. There's a lot of people on this call. Maybe they were all carted. They maybe carted off. They know too much. I don't know. Be careful. You don't want to lose your audience. Yeah, really. (laughs) True. Here comes some more people, I think. They know too much. Welcome, California, West Wisconsin, Central California. Would you like to talk, you guys? Well, guest 12 came in and said to hell with it. There's not that many people here, so. (laughs) Thank you for that, that link, guest 11. I wonder where it closed at. Let me see. If she, that was a great conversation we had this morning, wasn't it, Missouri? Menu and Chloe? Um, Chloe was pretty quiet. Yeah. yeah. Let me see. I, I have to call Grebe. I have to hang up and call Grebe. No, I'm I'm on the line. That, oh, oh, hey, man. Welcome back. Yeah. I don't know what in the hell happened to everybody. The call was terminated unexpectedly an hour early. So... Yeah, you were saying, uh, well, it was 1.30. Yeah. Well, I mean, it showed on my panel, it showed one hour and -and so-and-so minutes left. It was very strange. Yeah, I was just about to call you. Maybe the other moderator, or Rob, was it? It might have uh, accidentally pushed a button or something. He could have, but it looks like to me, you know how when you used to mod for Joe? And you would log in, it would knock Joe off. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, no, there was a third moderator. No, it wasn't me. Because well, I did. would. It you was did sometimes, didn't you? 
Yeah, but uh, no, no. Once I learned how not to do that, and then once I saw him coming in, I would, I would drop it. Mm, okay. okay. <clears throat> no, I never. <clears throat> no, I, that that there was a third party. He had given the code to somebody else. It could have been Derek. I don't know, but because um, he was in the other room. But uh, yeah, there's some things that they don't want known, and uh, because. Exactly. Once you understand this system, how it is, then what is there more to know? I mean, <clears throat> I think it's just so simple that, yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's not rocket science. And uh, the main thing is to keep people unaware of how to collect evidence and why you do, why you do this other thing. And that's, that's the heart of it is these two arms that, that it's a magic show. It's just a magic show that you can keep the thing going indefinitely. But once True. you learn how to collect evidence, then we can, uh, you know, put a stop to it. But most TIs are, are already economically deprived. Uh, a good, you know, uh, back uh, security system is going to cost you a minimum of $300 from China, but you you got to have a bank. So those kind of outlays, right there eliminate a lot of people collecting evidence you know you're right about that once you figure out how it all works the psyops no longer is effective you see right through it right the psyop was here from the beginning to it was a limited hangout yeah we're all being affected but and but the whole idea was to keep it in a mystery zone so you could say, well, is it this, is it that? And you just keep right. that up for as long as you can and collect as much donations as you can and then keep it going because you're one of them. And uh, and, and it does have a lot to do with class and, and uh, you know, class, whether it's economic or or what you're working type of what, what you're um, – you know, natural. I think they call it Varnasram Dharma, or it, it, or uh, not Varna. Uh, it's, uh, but there's, there's four general social classes that, no matter where they're, you know, in human society, they're, and, uh, you know, we're kind of born into them. You know, we learn what our parents did, or with that rich man, poor man guy. He went over. He just left his parents and went over to the rich guy's family. You know got adopted by them and learned how to be rich, you know. But not everybody can do that. You know, he was he had a teacher for a father and and he instead of knowledge he wanted wealth. So, you know, he stepped down a class to be rich rather than intelligent, you know. But he learned a certain you know, now I mean intelligence isn't you know, how to be smart isn't taught, you know, it's not you know, who wants to be poor and smart, you know? Right. Oh, George Soros is on. Hey, George. Well, yeah. Hey, welcome back, Donna. I was wondering where you hey. went, where everybody went. Um, I just want to have a little conversation. No. Good, good. I'm back. Yeah. You get knocked off. Pardon me? Oh, I thought you were... I thought something hung you up. Well, yeah, but didn't you? Well, something happened. The call went off, and now I, you said you have another one. 
And so now I'm back. Yeah, well, the thing about it was, right after I mentioned that about RH negative and blood types, you know how you brought that up? The call mysteriously disconnected an hour early. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so. Wow. I don't know if that was coincidence or there's something to it. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I assume there's something to it. But the bloodlines could be related to class, you know, that uh, natural class or natural order of things. Um, you know, there's what, you know, there, and then there's that predator, that psychopath that is born into each, uh, each, any of that. Yeah, they're rich, man. Yes, thirteen sisters. Speakerphone off, please. I didn't know they made a movie. Or well, the blood one didn't go into it, you know, like that deep. It was just um, a lot of people that were connected and the psychology be behind the order of uh, their births and their positions in their family and things that happen to create um, scenarios in which they lived out for their whole lives. Like, um, you know, one brother killed his brother and... You know, you think, oh, my God, what a horrible person. But looking at it, you can see how it might be in every man to do something like that. Yeah, and these devices, they, they accentuate those little picadel or those, you know, fam, uh, what do you call um, bro, uh Sibling rivalry. You know, it accentuates sibling rivalry to the point of anger and murder, yeah, the ELF. Yeah, you know, it wasn't even that that little, actually. I mean, it was it was huge. It was like the father blamed the um, oldest son when he rescued the oldest daughter uh, from a situation and took her out on a boat in order to protect her from her mother that was leaving the family. Well, he was too young to take her out. He was told not to take her out on the boat, and she ended up drowning, and the father beat him when he got back, and she was gone and everything. The father beat him to a pulp, and... uh, Yeah, that was the movie Bloodline. The movie Bloodline. Oh, I thought you were talking about real Bloodline. Bloodlines, not the movie. Yeah, that. No, no, this was a TV series. Yeah, but it's called you know, Blood. I, I like psychology. Um, I don't like it over God's word personally, but uh, it's taken me a lot of things to get to the place I am in my thinking. But um, psychology is very interesting when you're watching it, like in a drama, or how it affects. Um, a family's order, you know, different things. What is a pulp? If you beat into a pulp, what is a pulp? pulp. What it take to be someone literally true? A pulp? Yes, like this is always over stump. What is a pulp? Like a stump? Like pulverized? Yeah, yeah what is like beat it to a pulp? Um, 
<laughs> Missouri, will you email me? Did you get Did you get my information? I'd be like F, you know, F U B R, right? Cooper, mm -hmm. beyond recognition. Um, and I, that's, no one ever gets beaten that badly, do they? It was a good. It was a good. It was a movie. What was the what were what was the label of the movie? It's something blood. Bloodlines. It was a TV series. Oh, it was Bloodlines? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was about three <laughs> or four seasons or seven seasons. I watched every one of those. For yeah. Must have been forty, fifty hours or eighty hours. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was interesting, but I I loved the setting. You know, I think it was in Florida and it was on the ocean. Yeah, and this uh, man and wife, you know, they found this piece of land right on the ocean, and they built like a um, what what what, a, what, do you, what would you call it an inn, um, a retreat inn for people to come and enjoy their lives on the beach, and they put their life pretty much around that, and took them out on boats and diving and all yeah. yeah, it's like you know, it was like. Well, yeah, and they had boating, and yeah, they could lay around under the coconut trees and things. Right, just the setting itself, you know, is fascinating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not, yeah, I was near my, yeah, 50 miles from Miami or something, yeah. Yeah, they had the bad no, guy with the they ended up, they ended up that, you know, they she went to sell it after her husband died. And uh, the whole thing was worthless. Their whole life's work was worthless. And I think it was 10 years or less, it would be underwater. Can you imagine? <laughs> what was the old lady's name? The, 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 it, uh, the... Uh, 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 Spacek. Um, oh, yeah, Sissy Spacek, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Wow, yeah. somebody's got a speakerphone on, guys. Is, it, is that you, Donna? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's chirping. Got to talk. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Good thing about the VOP progs, the programs such as the X-Lite, you can call in, and they've got noise cancellation on them. There's a little option that you can check on, and it'll uh, put noise cancellation in so you don't get reverberation. Chirping. Oh, yeah, it's nice. It's a it's a talk uh, a chat deal like talks you. Yeah, well, it's it's a program. It's a VOIP program that you can use to dial into the computer with your uh, use to dial into the call with your computer and a mic. Uh -huh. I'll post the link to it, Don. You might like it. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go Yeah, okay. It's free too. I gotta learn how to use. What is it? It's uh, it says right here. It, it is a soft phone. It's a free V O I P S I P soft phone. You have to configure it though. It, I, I'll send you. I'll post a link to the video of how to configure it. Yeah, how are you going to send that to me? Do you have my email? Uh, I can. Can't send it to your email. Okay, Donna D O N N A dot Will. W I L L. That now say Donna, again. Donna. Donna. What? Uh huh. Dot. Dot. Will. Will. W I L L. Okay. Nine zero three. 
uh, comprehend what's happening to it, you know, the nerves. But, no, I have juicers, and and then I make sauerkraut. My sauerkraut, <clears throat> all my sauerkraut equipment was poisoned. The rocks that hold down the sauerkraut was poisoned. Well, the whole batches. So every time I made sauerkraut, the poison would come out of the rocks and it come out of the machine that I was grinding the kraut with, the, the shredder. It was inside the screw, between the screws and the blades. Wherever there's two surfaces, you can't clean it. So it, and it attaches to metal. There's a thin film on metal and it spreads out. It keeps spreading out. You clean it and it spreads back out from between two surfaces. It it reinfects all the as you clean it. You can't get it out. Like water, do you feel like water kind of kind of moves it around? Do it, what about water? Water does it move it around? Oh no no it it it, it, it because I think it ha- I think it's like an organophosphate with metals so it <clears throat> the metals. Metal increase, like increases like, so the metals attract, and so it binds to the metal. Water won't do. You get a tiny bit off. You get some off, but not, you well, know. Well, you know, I went through something like that, and it just seemed like every time I touched anything, it just spread away. It was a nightmare. Yeah, it's a nightmare. Donna, I sent you that link. Also okay. posted. Yeah, there you are. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Thank you. Mhm. Yeah, it's just a nightmare. I cleaned it up a few times before that. I was poisoned by the na- I'm pretty sure it's the neighbors. So I think they collaborated the last time. So, but they had a whole mm-hmm. system. You know, it was a system bringing it in. But it was huge, huge quantities. You know, I mean, it's on everything. I can't see through it. It's just, oh, my Lord, that's a nightmare. Yeah, you can't. But I, I wouldn't doubt there's 20 gallons. I know there's at least five. What am I clicking on here, uh, Ryan? Uh, one of, the, the first link is the link to download the XLOT program itself, and then the other one is a, it's a tutorial how to configure it because you must configure it before you can use it. Mm-hmm. It can it can get uh, confusing though. Uh, if you need some extra help with it, I'll be glad to help you. Okay. Hmm. I posted it in the chat room too, so if any of you guys wanna it. Yeah, I've been using XLight for years. It's a good program. And there's another one called Zoiper. Z O I P H E R. Huh. Yeah, they both allow you to make free calls. Hi, uh is, is this Donna? Yes. Hi, this is Chloe. Can I ask you a question? Hey, you. Hi, how are you? Um I just wanted to I, I know that they used to um use chemicals on you. You said? Well, when, at the beginning of my targeting around 2000, the very beginning, 2011. Well, they were doing it to me, like, for the last four months. And, like, did they ever use, like, something that tasted like um, chlorine? Chlorine? 
Yeah, like one of the things they gas me with, like t- I get like a chlorine taste in my mouth. Right, and um, also um, I'm trying ether. I had ether in my room. Uh-huh. How do I know? Somebody asked me, how do you know that it smelled like ether? And I thought, and I thought, I don't know. And then I thought, and I thought, and I thought, and it's, well, when I gave birth to my first child, they used ether on me. Mm-hmm. And that's why I knew. Wow. So and getting, then did you get, yeah. You're getting, uh, what smell now? They're they're odorless, but I get like a taste of kind of like chlorine bleach when they yeah like they're watching me right now. They've been you know they've been doing it for months. Mm -hmm. You've been through so much. Oh my god! I just so what are you living in right now? I'm living at my brother-in-law's house. I've been living here since 2005. Okay, you're still there. If you have an ozone machine, Hmm? if you have a negative ion machine, it might make that smell a little bit. There's no smell. It's odorless. I have a negative ion machine on at the moment right now. That might Um, that'll make the chlorine smell. If you get close enough to it, it'll start a Mm chlorine. You're not supposed to run those at night too much. Just put the regular filter on, but turn that part off at night. Well, there's no filter on it. I got this off of. I have Linda Costanza has one just like this. Just oh, well, like that's mine. what's making the chlorine smell. <laughs> no, there's it, no chlorine smell. Oh. I I, I said that repeatedly. There's no odor. I said I get a chlorine taste in my mouth from these oh, from one the of the chemicals they're oh, using. Okay. Yeah, because it's ozone at the tips. There, it's stronger. Okay, you know what? It's not the ozone. Uh, it's not the ion machine. Okay, this is the ion machine's out in the motorhome. I get this in the house as well. Well, yeah, of course you would. Well, um, we have a motorhome here, and I come out here to try to, you know, get away from. I, I go back and forth, so. Right. Um, Either either place, it's, you know, they, they find me, you know, like I, mm-hmm. yeah, so like I was in the house like an hour ago and they were attacking me really bad in the house. I came out here and I, you know, they found me like right away. So it kind of doesn't matter which place I go, you know, they still are able to, and there's a drone out at the moment too. I don't know. I was what told the drones aren't are capable of doing that. Are the drones low to the ground or high? How big? They're, well, I can't tell how big they are because they look like a star. However, um, the the one that's out right now looks like it's about 1,000 like to 1,500 feet up right now. Is it moving close or is it stationary? No, it's stationary. Okay. But um, I've seen it move. And you know what? what's um, interesting is if I go on Twitter and start tweeting about this drone, it will move. If I say the drone's hovering at such and such locations, such and such streets, the drone will move. Okay, so <laughs> you should get a video camera and record that. 
document mm-hmm. it how you as you as you post on Twitter. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. That would be interesting. <clears throat> I was just asking Donna, like, um, and did you ever get another like chemical that like made your lips kind of go like numb, like your mouth? Oh, nerve, uh, nerve something or other. Uh, yeah, I've had that. Because pesticides make my mouth kind of tingle too, and I'm thinking it might be pesticide. Yeah, they've got a nerve agent in them. It makes oh. sense, you know, if you're trying to kill uh, pest, uh, um, pestilence, you know, <laughs> then it it would probably have something like that in it. And okay. sure enough, I I experienced that feeling. A numbing agent. Right. One night, well, one night they yeah. put so much into my place, and I, I was standing there doing the dishes, and I thought it was meth that came in and hit me in the head. And I asked a doctor, somebody, um, can methamphetamines do that? And he said, yeah, it can travel, and it can do that. And so um, I'm not sure if it was because I kept calling the police trying to prove that. And uh, so I got in my car. I, I mean, I'm I'm not into drugs, and I'm very allergic to everything. So I got in my car, and I'm driving down the highway, and it was like I had to pull. I, You know how you have to pull all your faculties in to the center of your being in order to make it through whatever you're doing? That's mm-hmm. how, like if you were drunk or something, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that's how I felt. And uh, I went all the way to the hospital that way. And, of course, when I got there, you know, it was like um, there was no test for it unless I actually ingested it and things like that. Oh, okay. So are you Well, this is like okay? become... Well- Sorry? Are you feeling okay? Yeah, I mean, I feel okay. It's just, um, it, it's kind of like a very fine mist, like an aerosol mist that they attack me with. It, you know, it kind of like comes in the air like a very fine aerosol mist. And um, once they start doing it, it takes about five or ten minutes to start, you know, getting the sensations from it, this, you know, like the side effects from it. Could be but they've been doing pool, it. Neighbor swimming pool when they shock they shock the pool with a. There's huge no amount. swimming pools. Or, no, no, there's no swimming pools near me. Huh. And oh, it's yeah, in winter. If it, big on if, yeah. So what do you do? Like if you're in your. Gee, you're lucky you have those two places to go to, though, but. It doesn't work that good. I get attacked at both places because they have my coordinates. Um, so, of each place, it's on the same property, you know. How do you handle it when it happens? Well, a lot of ways. Um, I I bought this um, like uh, what's it called? An emergency. Um, like a mylar blanket, and it's like an $11 blanket, so it's not one of the cheap dollar ones that tear. 
This is really sturdy. Now, I've tried covering myself up with that while while sleeping, and um, uh, doesn't really, you know, shield out the, the chemicals. I've tried wearing goggles, and the chemicals seem to go under under the goggles and still still burn my eyes. Um, I have like things I cover my mouth and like nose with that I bought. But I wanted to talk about like my cat this morning, or not this morning, but yesterday morning. Ah, I wake up and my cat um, is like laying there with her tongue out of her mouth, and her eyes are all glazed over. And she looks like she's, like, really, like, a half out of it. And I was like, oh, my God, they really poisoned me bad this morning. Um, and I immediately got my cat and put her outside. And she was, like, kind of wobbly, like, walking wobbly, you know. So, I mean, like, they are really, they're gassing me and my cat is breathing that in. Sound like your cat had a seizure. They could have induced a seizure in it or it could have been poison. Well, I mean, like, we're, she, the cat and I, I mean, like, I don't think it was a seizure. I mean, like, they're ga- they're straight up gassing me 24-7. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, how are you dealing with that? How am I dealing with it? Not well. <laughs> That's the do first you, thing I thought. Do you eat? Do you, do you go somewhere? I try. I mean, you know, like, it depends on how how good I feel, you know, like sometimes I I just sit outside, you know, in the backyard. You know, I think it's really weird how we don't get up and like go to a park or go go do something. It's like Well, I get yeah. I get the worst gang stalking you can imagine. Like I am severely gang stalked by perps. Like street perps, and I literally can't even. Do you know it's so bad that when I go out, like to just to the mailbox, okay, I get per I get perps like out in front of that, like walking out in front of the house just when I go check the mail. So, um, I get really <laughs> crazy, like gang stalking. and it it really drains me. And so it's hard, you know, it really takes a lot of, I don't know, it's just really hard for me to go anywhere because, you know, there's just so many triggers. Just, you know, for one mile to the store and back, there's probably about several thousand triggers that I have to deal with. So How long in the middle of the night? Still, same thing. I went to the store the other night at like 12 midnight. And um, even though there was maybe like 15 people in the store, in the grocery store at 12 midnight, they still, um, like, <laughs> this is what they do. Like, I get mobbed. So, like, when I walked in the door, like, there was maybe, like, one, per- one person at the cash, re- like, one customer at the checkout. When I grab, like, five things to pay, I go to the checkout, and I swear to God, there's 10 people in the checkout line. And I'm like, what just happened? Where did all these people come from? It's midnight. You know? I know what you mean so well. I get that too. And not only that, yeah, it's just con- it's just one constant psyop. You know, like I still like to use the word psyop, but just one constant, you know, mind game, mind game after another. Like if I okay, so 
say that I'm online earlier that day looking at a at a recipe and it calls for broccoli, um, cheese, and onions. Okay, when I go to pay, somebody will get in line behind me with those uh, those ingredients. So it's just like constant parroting everywhere I go, and right. it's it's really draining, you know. It's really draining. You know what I've learned to do, though? I've just learned to ignore ignore that silly shit because that's what it is. You're absolutely right. It's it is. PSYOP. I might as well. Military Information Support Operation. That's what they're, they've <laughs> updated the... Well, they've updated the word from PSYOP to MISO, Military Information Support Operation. That's what they're calling it now. I know. That's, I know. I know. I like. I don't like calling it a MISO. I like. I just. It's just easier to to say PSYOP. Yeah, it's it's already so established. You know, everybody knows what a PSYOP mm-hmm. is. Well, I, do you guys get this? Like um, dogs barking. Well, okay, this is what I get. Um, and I read the other two guys get this too. Whenever I do something that they don't like, there's a dog that lives, like, two doors down that will start barking on cue. So, like, um, the other day I pulled out my vitamin supplements, and all of a sudden this dog down the street starts barking. (laughs) It's serious, though. They do this stuff. They do this. They do. And then I did something else, and then, like, the dog would start barking again. So, like, um, or a plane would go over at that time. So, like, they always have, like, a response to, like, whatever I do. Do they do that to you? Yeah. Yeah. They used right. to heavily, but they they backed off of it because they what it was is they've realized it's not effective on me anymore, you know. So over the weekend, my neighbors, my next-door neighbors were, like, having kind of like a backyard party, and I did not hear the, the, next, the dog next door to them bark one time. And I'm thinking, okay, wait a minute. How come when I, like, pick up my box of vitamins, the dog starts barking like crazy for 20 minutes? But when the neighbors have a backyard party, but you don't hear a peep out of this dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good point. So, Corey, do you work at all, or do you stay home a lot? They don't. Well, I'm on VA disability, but... um. I used to have my own, like, online businesses. I had three of them, and they won't let me go near them. I used to be a graphic designer, and they stole, they destroyed all of my stores and then stole all my all my designs. So I see, I see my stuff everywhere, like, literally everywhere. So then you're not really making money? They won't let, you know, like... I could try. I mean, like, the thing is, is, you know, they've, they've destroyed my business. Like, they won't let me make any sales. Another thing they'll try to do, if you try to have your own business, they will, like, a, I've even noticed it on eBay. I used to sell things on eBay. And what they'll do is they'll manipulate people into tying up your time. They'll make offers, and they say mm-hmm. they're going to pay for something they never do. Yeah. yeah. Or, and... uh so with my my online businesses that I used to have, um, like they there's my perps are so controlling that they control who buy, who buys from me even and who doesn't, how many sales I have for the month, um, yep. things like that. See, I I know you're for real because I've gotten so much of this stuff myself. I know you're for real. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just amazing the links that they go to. Yeah, they're not about. The you know, and they do that with my. They do that with my YouTube channel too. Like I only have like thirty nine followers, and it's weird because you know, uh, I I see everybody else, and they have like thousands and thousands and that like you know fifty thousand followers. I have thirty nine, you know. And my other one, my other channel has 35. So I'm thinking, um, this is weird. Hey, I'll tell you what I will do. I will, mm-hmm. we, can, we can add your YouTube channel to, on our YouTube channel. We've got nearly 3,000 subscribers. So that should get you some no, more. No, that's okay. I mean, I'm all right. Okay. I might, you know, ask you later, but... Oh yeah. The thing, the thing is, is it's my perps don't want me to, you know, like they're so in control of like micromanaging me that right. they will micromanage how many followers I have, how many followers I have on Twitter, um, you know, things like that. They do the same thing to me, and you know what? It, it seems like they're obsessed with numbers. They're always trying to convey shit through numbers, and and they do that to me too. Like and what you know what it is, you might want to check your local police ten codes because this is what my AI system is programmed to do. It's it it, it it's it's got me. It's tried to sensitize me to local police ten codes, and that's what it uses yeah. to try to play little psychological games with me and convey stuff. You know, so it's all meant to. Well, I get the numbers. I get the numbers too. Mm-hmm. And you want to talk about creepy? Okay, when I found out. Um, I was a TI. You know, I'm still putting I'm still putting pieces of the puzzle together. Right. You know, it's been five years since I found out, and you know, I'm still finding more puzzle pieces. You know, so one of the weird the weirdest things I found out was, um, oh my God, all of my previous addresses going back to my childhood are all like Illuminati numbers. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, well, um, you know. It- I, I'm going back to the 60s. They're deeply involved in the cult. It's up at this higher echelon. The people are doing this. Yeah, they're definitely. They're, and that, that they're explains now my, daughter. my daughter. My daughter's business is 49. Like her business address is 4949. Mm-hmm. 1313. Yep. That's what they do. They play games. What's what 1313. 13 and 13 adds up to 26. Okay, you know, it's not how it works. <laughs> well, because I grew up, uh, our, the last four digits of our phone number was 2049. I think and our address was 2409. I thought that was strange. My mother's, mm. my mother's social security number is just like insanely, I mean, you couldn't pick a better number if you wanted repetition. Bizarre. It's not really okay. It's it's like this. Like my mom died on January twelfth at thirteen hundred. Interesting. Yeah, they, January thirteen. They play little games and they convey shit through numbers that it, that only you recognize. And that's what it what it is. Is that's meant to exactly uh, mimic it, yeah. illusions of reference. It's a. How does it get me to look at the clock um, at my birth time twelve forty nine a.m. So frequently, you know, I mean, they just, they've they got me. 
And right. of course, eleven eleven. I see eleven eleven all the time, probably twice a day. Brain synchronization through the remote neural monitoring. Mhm. And it's not just monitoring; it's uh, what's the second word? Control. Transmitting, transmitting, and control. Yeah. Exactly. I they want me because like they'll they'll have somebody text me on the uh, smartphone that you know I I I'm not even thinking about. They'll text me and say you know call me or how's your day going, yeah. and. I don't look at it. I, you know, I, I just don't. I try to stay away from the smartphone, but at the same time, since I don't do that, they'll put this out in my head to contact that person, and I'll, you know, I'll call them, you know, or whatever. It'll, you know, one way or the other, they'll either leave a message on my dumb phone, my smartphone, and get me to text them. They just keep playing that game. Yeah, yeah. Should I, should I play along? Should I fight it? I feel like it's easier to go along with them. Yeah, I would. Just the just reverse dial, mess with them too. Oh my God! Yeah. Just to see what well, they're heading heading it toward, right? What are they? What's the agenda? That's I I'll just mess with you and keep you under their control. Well, try to. Before I wake up, you know, then you get there. Well, before I get get up, okay, I'll put it that way. You know, I mean, they try to wake me up various kinds of ways, all all you know for hours, <clears throat> and but they will literally. I have like. 20, 15 different people, they want me, you know, like, okay, well, and then I guess I guess they're trying to see what, you know, who means anything to me, <clears throat> what situation, don't you want to work on this HUD complaint, you know, send a letter to this person about this HUD complaint, you, you know, this, that, you know, all these different things, tangential, these things are not in my mind, I'm trying to sleep, they don't belong to me, they're their ideas, they're not my ideas, you know, things that, you know, maybe could do, they're not bad ideas, but they're not mine, yeah. At the moment, the things that I might have come up with later, uh, I'm just, you know what I mean? I'm wondering who, who, where do they end and where do I begin, or vice versa? Good question. No, well, what's the answer? No wonder, no wonder I can't have, a, you know, I can't really have a relationship. They're, they are my relationship. They are my life. No wonder I haven't had a man, a husband. Yeah, until this situation, because it's, you know, I mean, they're, they're all up in my life, you know. Anyway, Ryan, do you know how they um, gas us? Like, um, is it by, like, a, a carrier wave? Uh, that's usually, because but I, from what all I've heard in interaction with other victims, it's done by uh, ground operatives and gassings and poisons and all that. Because, okay, I... I'm getting gas right now, and I like I can walk around the block, and I don't see anybody. And I mean, I I was just like walking past like my next door neighbor, because you know I was like walking between our houses, and I was I holding up my camera. I think it's huh? a drone. I used to spend nights. Okay, yeah, because I have a drone on me right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a drone on me right now. Well, if, yeah. if you can't see anybody yeah. around you, if you can't see anybody around you, did you hear what Brian too was saying earlier? They can trigger your no. frontal lobe of the brain and and make you sense a smell with this technology. So you may not even be being gassed. I don't. No. Okay. I have a gas oh, no. meter. Uh huh. Oh. Okay. I have a gas meter that's screaming. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Somebody's doing it. Then. So it's not sewage. It's not sewage gas. It's true. Uh, it's the kind that is supposed to have the smell of sulfur, the smell of rotten egg in it, to let you know. That's the kind of gas. No. 
there's different kinds of gases. Like the meter I have senses 17 different kinds of combustible gases. Well, you know what? And my, be, my cat. all the things that off gas. You know, even in our houses, all kinds eyes, of things. Like crazy. I can taste it. It burns my eyes. It even burns my skin. And um, it makes my lips tingle and go numb. It burns my eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, P- TI is just like don't want us don't want to believe that we're gas. I mean, we just lost all virus. She was gas constantly for years. Exactly. And yet here I'm saying I'm being gassed, and they're like, oh, no, you're you're not being gassed. You, know, you just think you are. Nah, you're being gassed, I believe it. Well, here's another That's possible it. scenario, Chloe. Yeah. What if, what if, I'm just saying that, I'm not saying that this is what they're doing to you. I'm just saying what if they're triggering your frontal lobe to make you sense that smell and then working on hitting I, I, your meter no with smell. the She doesn't technology. smell it. She doesn't smell it. It's on the meter. Right. Well, I mean, what if they're they're toying with the meter yeah, to trigger awful. it? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I think she, she feels if she feels like her eyes are like kind of puffy, and she can feel you can feel toxins. Right. You know, like after you really have had something to drink. I mean, that's its own kind of poison. Gas is a poison. You you know. Right. And if her cat's when looking I, weird. Uh, when I went up to Reading um, and left LA for eight days. I started, you know, feeling better. I started, you know, being, and I also have really short, like, really bad shortness of breath when they gas me. But when I left LA and I went up to Northern California, um, all of these symptoms went away. You know, the, the taste of the chlorine, um, difficulty breathing, you know, like breathing, all of those symptoms. You know, a lot of TIs are gassed. You know, like I know, I know it's hard for you guys to accept. You know, you all think that you know that they're not, we're not being gassed. But, you know, Hildegard Sanger has tested many, you know, hundreds of TIs. And, you know, we are indeed, you know, she's finding all kinds of chemicals in our blood. Oh, I know it's going on. So, like, yeah. You don't need hundreds of different anything. chemicals. I mean, I know it's hard for you guys to, you know, oh, oh no, you're not being gassed. And you just think you're being gassed. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm being gassed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I believe you. And there's no protection. I mean, like, what if you had a, can you light a candle and see if it blows, see which direction it's Yeah, I, that's another thing is I light a candle and it, like, it, it, one one time I lit, like, one of my Bath and Body Works candles and the flame was five inches high. They, wow. That's another thing is, you know, like, when I light the, the, my candles, you can tell that there's chemicals in the room. Blowing into you do you think it's coming into the windows, or the vents, the door when you open it? It has to be coming um, in somewhere. It's coming on a carrier wave. So, like, when the drones can attack me with dew, it can come right through the walls or the windows on a wave. So, it's the same thing. <clears throat> is that even possible, though? That yes, it is. Because it's porous. Chevrolet, it comes were, on scalar waves. If you were in brick, if you were if what if you were in brick or stone? Because I thought, like, where can I move that would at least limit? Nothing's perfect, but minimize. Uh, and you're that's probably made of steel or metal. What you're in, right? It goes through brick. Well, if you're in steel and metal, I don't see why. I have a TI friend on Facebook, and she lives in a brick house. And she's heavily tortured with dew. Oh, my God. How about a cave underground? 
<clears throat> that would be interesting to see if it was too easy in a cave. Yeah, that would be interesting. If you had enough land, couldn't you dig a, dig a hole big enough to basically build I mean, they'd come after you. Let me tell you what they, okay, just to tell you that I, a little bit of background, okay. When I was scanned by Melinda Ketter, one of my um, my implants was traced back to, um, I, I'm not going to say it, but um, an, a base, a base that does chemical research on humans. That's all I'm going to say. It was one of my implants, a military base. You said research on hands, H-A-N-D-S, right? Okay. One of my implants was traced back to a military base in the United States that does chemical research on humans. Oh, humans, not hands. Okay. Last word. How did you trace it back? FCC frequencies. Oh. This was found by um, Hildegard Staninger. Unbelievable. I mean, it's believable. I'm just saying. <laughs> so I know to use these the Is it possible to use a, what are those called, a, a Faraday cage? I mean, could you live in a Faraday cage? Would that kill, kill a lot of the frequencies? I don't think it's going to stop the um, the, the um, gassings. <laughs> Okay. See, okay. Say so you're in bed with a Faraday cage, with a Faraday cage on you, right? And someone sprays Lysol at you. Are you going to smell the Lysol? Yes. Well, I have what I was thinking. Well, you know, if you were me, if I were far enough out somewhere, and I, yeah, of course they'd come after you and say you're crazy. Let's say you you put a fence around your property that was effectively a Faraday cage. I, I don't know what it would, you know, a chain link fence all the way around, you know, your house. Maybe you covered it from top to bottom. Because I have, have a drone. Know. I have a drone on me right now. As I speak, there's a drone no, hovering nearby. I'm thinking about myself. Thousand feet up. What if you know I found a farmhouse and I we built a Faraday cage, effectively like a a big uh, what would you call it? Uh, you know, an upside down. Uh, Ryan, what am I supposed? To? I'm trying to say you know like a around the house. You know, over the top of it, a big ball. You know, like a bowl, you know, shaped mm-hmm. the size of a bowl, mm-hmm. up over the house from like a circle, a half circle to cover the whole thing that was made of metal. Could could it, would it hurt anything? I have no idea. I'm not like a, I mean, ask Robert Duncan. <laughs> could it help, I wonder. Of course, the, you know, everybody and their dog would be driving by looking at it and in the city, you're, I mean, your neighbors have to be far, far away. And you have to come up with some real good excuse for having it. The good dog. They'd probably make you take it down. Do you think those work? I mean, even in a house? Let's say you put it around your bed, a Faraday cage. What's his name? Swears by it. No, Uh, it's not going to work for me. It's not going to work for me because a lot of my frequencies come up from under the ground. They're steered under the ground and they come up from the from the floor up. Can you put the metal underneath too, so it's like top to bottom? Just just for sleeping, you know, not not you know at least. This is the thing. I'm living with. I'm staying with family, and it's their furniture. Right. My last place was arsoned. 
Who? Who? My last place was arson. I then had to move here with family. Well, I can it's tell their you guys. Uh, there it is, won't uh, fit in that uh, where you are. It won't fit in your private dwelling. You could make something of metal that would fit, right? Well, the thing about this technology, it's it's a stream, as Two says, and it's able to bend the energy. Just take, for example, my my house. There's a metal roof on my house. I was sitting in a chair. I wasn't burned, but I felt a, a pocket of hot air right near my left ear come up behind my left ear, and I jerked my head away. I thought it was radiation. I thought it was trying to burn me with radiation, and it happened twice. And my house has got a metal roof on it, so it's not a beam that's going straight through your roof. It's able to bend down and seep around, seep the energy through exactly. your walls. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why so many of you that are being burnt can't shield it with metal. So is it making it through anything? It's making it through, uh, it doesn't matter, your siding is made of shake shingles, wood, uh, vinyl, steel, brick, oh, that's, stone. That's a good, oh, it doesn't matter. Actually, it does. Okay. This house was built in 1940, and it originally had the um, the, the aluminum siding on it <clears throat> um, for decades. And then last year, this contractor comes up to my family member, and he's like, you know, hey, you know, uh, you know aluminum siding is old school. You know, you want to get rid of that. You know, don't you want to stickle your home? You know, like, up, make your home up to date and current. And my brother, you know, my, of course, my family members, like, oh, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, right, you're right, yeah. So what they did was, you know, like, these perps knew I'm a TI, and they want all this aluminum siding off the house. Exactly. So, you know, my, my brother-in-law didn't know. So he's like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, let's, yeah, take off my aluminum siding. So they were out here for, like, a month and a half taking all the aluminum siding off, stuckling the house, um, painting it. And I can tell you that, yeah, my my torture did get worse after they took off the aluminum siding. Oh, aluminum's good. And that was intentional. I like listening to Kyle talk about his enclosure. I mean, it's just, it's, I'm, not, I'm not making fun of him. I just think. I can swears, do it. <laughs> by that. Huh? I did, I, I did an impression of Kyle for him one night. He's like, that's pretty good, man. I was like, yeah, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> he goes, he laughed, mm-hmm. he goes, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not making fun of him either. I think he's, he's got a cool voice. I was in my enclosure, and my mom called me from Florida, and they were, you know, getting perked really hard. I'm not doing a good cow. I don't have that southern accent down. I go overkill. I wish Dr. Duncan would drop some hints, at least do some hint dropping on how to shield and block this out, you know? I don't even think he knows. He's too busy floating with the cute chicks around. Have you seen him online? He, he, he likes I don't, him, yeah. Hey, I don't blame him. I flirt with other, you know, TIs, too. I'm He's very busy. flirtish. I'm very flirtish. <laughs> with your androgynous self. 
<laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. Hey, I'm young and I'm not through having my fun yet. Not, you know, so. <laughs> you may never be. I hope not. <laughs> I predict you'll never marry. I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want any kids either. Grape still here, Donna? Yeah, I am, and I just thought how sad that was. I grew up in the era where um, I just wanted to have the husband and the kids and the white picket fence. And um, I, I went to beauty college in order to get out of high school. I hated high school. Later, of course, I wanted to go to college and love college. And I had three little boys when I found out I loved it. So, yeah. So, but, you know, I'm just thinking how different it is. Um, like, I listened to that young man. What was his name tonight um, that was going on, Darking? Alex. North Alex, yeah. yeah. I listened to him, and I just, I just think, you know, I just, and Kyle, you know, I listen to Kyle, and, you know, I know Kyle would love to have all that, and, um, or at least it sounds like it from how he talks, and I just think it's, I feel so blessed I was able to live it. I mean, my dream really is another story. It really got screwed up, but I'm thankful that I was able to realize as much of it as I did. And I think I am a lifer on this program. Um, well, I, I hope Kyle's all right, though, because I, I don't even think he told Ella that he wasn't going to open. You know, wow. Well, um, hope he's all right. <laughs> yeah, well, aren't you guys in more connection to each other? Uh, I'm friends with him on Facebook, but I never see him online. Hmm. Well, hmm. he has some cool friends. He has some dates. I don't know if he does. Not. Are you interested, Missouri? No. <laughs> <laughs> I got a husband now. I don't even know how to handle that. So, <laughs> joking. <laughs> well, it's great the way we care about each other. That I mean, that's really good. Yeah. Um so we need to find out how to get in touch with him and find out how he is. I agree. Well, we we did this little thing on one of the calls we had on here about a week ago, and we were asking each other, I would like to ask Chloe, like, how many weeks uh, for you not being, for you being absent on the calls and, and until we suspect something? And some people would say, like, well, if I'm not on here within three weeks, then expect the worst, you know? And I think it's something we all should start doing. Yeah, that sounds good. For Ryan, uh, it would be two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. If if you guys haven't heard from me or if I haven't opened a call, then in two weeks and expect the worst. And then what do you do? Yeah. Say again. Then what? 
try, I would start running a search query for my obituary and where I live, you know, eastern Tennessee. That's well, maybe we ought to have, like, um, um, somebody that we can call as a backup. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good that we be pro- proactive about stuff like that. <laughs> but, you know, it, it hasn't been two weeks for Kyle, so... I don't expect anything. He, sometimes he he gets into his video games. He's a video game fanatic. <laughs> he really is. Sometimes maybe I think he just met takes, a girl. Who? Maybe he met a girl. I'm sorry, I still can't hear you. I think I'm going I, deaf or something. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Too many Marilyn Man. Too many Marilyn Manson concerts for me. <laughs> maybe, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he met a girl, and he's distracted. But I, I can't feature that. Well, I mean, I mean maybe he, he did. If he did, all the power to him. That's good. Well, I don't I mean, mind yeah, that's for him. great. But, but I can't imagine him not just saying something. You know. Right, right. Well, maybe you guys got his number. You can text him and see if he wants to come on the call. I don't have his number, I don't think. I think James does, but I don't know what okay. James is doing right now. You got it, Chloe? Um, whose number? Kyle. Welcome no, I don't. Green. Okay. Mm-mm. Okay. Another one, well, Alex said he was going to bed. I was about to say him, too. But there was another person that I... I was trying to think of last week when we were talking about this. Oh, you're going to have to turn that off. Just a second, gosh. Is Donna North, still there? North Missouri, that's you. Yeah, you're going to have to cut the wind off or whatever that is, a fan blowing or whatever. Cut that off, Missouri. I'm still here. Missouri, when you can get that cut off, star eight, and I'll unmute you. That's happening more and more here lately, it seems like. That wind rumbling noise, I don't know what in the hell's the deal with that. Maybe more people are homeless. It sounds like I don't mean to be right, Jeez. It, it sounds, sounds like, like somebody's driving with the window down. Yeah, it's Missouri. Oh. Ryan, I can't figure out how to get onto this thing. Oh, the X lot. Mm, well, I I did the one thing, but then the second thing is all about. I don't okay. know. I, what I'll do is I'll send you a screenshot of my configuration so you can just copy it off of mine. But All you'll right, have then. to use your own talk shoe name on it. Don't use mine. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good deal. Deb, how are you doing tonight? I see you in the chat. You doing okay? Or are you talked out? <laughs> I'm going to try to unmute you again, North Missouri. 
Yeah, you you gotta have to turn that off. Whatever that is. It sounds like you're in a driving. Yeah, it's actually pretty easy when you to configure once you've got a you know, a screenshot of what the input in there. Mm-hmm. I used to get frustrated trying to configure mine too. Then I, I went to the uh, TalkShoe staff and I asked them and they taught us how to do it. Okay. Roll your windows up, Missouri. <laughs> Fire, how are you doing? Would you like to call in? Not, I don't think I've ever heard fire on the fire within on the calls. Yeah, somebody was just mentioning Alice in the chat room. You know, I, I think that woman's dead. I really do. Hey, let me unmute you. Much, much better if that's you. Missouri, are you there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. What was that? Do you have your windows down driving or what? Nope. Oh. Phone charge down. Oh yeah. Okay, Deb. <laughs> Thumbs up. Gotcha. You can't hear a dishwasher in the background. It's far away. I don't hear it. Maybe that wasn't her then. Welcome, Southern California. Is that Melinda? I hope they're not keeping Melinda awake again. Come back, Missouri. Grieb, you still here? Grieb. Well, don't everybody talk at once. <laughs> Dead air. I guess we could go to an audio. Everybody's talked out. I'm about running out of audio to play. We've about uh, we've ran so many audios. I have personally on this line that I, <laughs> it's like I'm always scouring YouTube looking for new audios. People have complained that we play too much Kevin Baker, but I usually try to play a different interview each time, unless it's a really good one. Yeah, Kevin Baker and Carlstrom, Doctor Carlstrom. I really wish he would stop for, uh, blaming central intelligence for everything. He would be great. He's a great exposer. But I wish he would stop being so slap happy about blaming central intelligence for everything. <laughs> <laughs> 
you guys rather listen to an audio? You yes, okay? fine. You okay, Chloe? Did we lose her too? Uh, guest thirteen. Uh, Alex said he was going to bed early. Yeah, the Romanian Alex. Yeah. I, I know what it is. It's because he's uh, he, he's. He's trying. To, I think he's trying to quit drinking, and I thought I think he's. He probably feels like shit, where he, he hasn't drank. Yeah, yeah. I guess thirteen. He could be in withdrawal. North Missouri just called in and dropped right back all the calls. She must be having problems. Who? Uh, Alex, Romanian Alex. Mhm. Yeah. He, that guy is so funny. He is hilarious. You're parroting me. Somebody's parroting me. Somebody's on speaker. That's better. Yeah, he probably does guess 13. Um, Donna? Yeah? How did you deal with the the chemical attacks then exactly? How long did it last? Yes, five. Well, um, it was in all different places in all different ways. And did you get like the aerosol attacks like from the drone, like the drone attack? uh, I think there were a lot of people boots on the ground that were following me around doing that. Uh, when I go places. Yeah, I know that for sure. And uh, I'd go home. I was renting the room for my best friend. And finally, I ended up going to the laundromat. She said, Donnie, you're going to wear my appliances out. I really don't think that your clothes are that dirty. <laughs> Whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was taking showers. And, you know, I'd go home. I was on fire. I, I hope we're not giving anybody any ideas because I, I get really paranoid talking about this stuff. Seriously. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, You're like the, one of the very few people that I know that has gotten this. Like I don't know of any other TIs um, besides me and you. <laughs> well, you know, it's the most, well, yeah, it, Elvira, Alice. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Uh huh. It's really yeah. scary. It's super scary because you you it's really feel like they're trying to kill you. Like, you know. I'm telling you, yeah. Huh? It, it's slow down dirty. I mean, it's just. Oh yeah. So do you think like they're trying to kill me? I mean, like I'm very don't. I mean, like I'm very naive, so I'm. I may ask not like dumb questions, but I mean, like, it's, so it's like this is like they're trying to kill me then. Well, you know, I felt that way after I left my home and I went to, um, I was even homeless for a month because I couldn't place my second, my first kitty. Um, that's another story. Um, that's the exact problem I'm having as well. <laughs> yeah. So when I got my apartment, um, 
and they were doing all that, I was astounded at who I thought was actually doing it, my neighbor. I, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it because of the connection that I had and she had. Um, wow, what was your question? Um, How exactly did you shield from it? Oh, okay. Um, there were many, many nights when I would just pull the covers up over my head and pray that I would wake up the next day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, when it first started happening in my home, I ordered a $600 air purifier off of a government website. And it did not even touch what was happening. And I called them back and I told them. And they said, call the CIA. I said, I've called the CIA. Or the DEA. DEA. I've called the DEA. Um, I forget where it went from there, but I ended up with an ORAC, which was a little better than this one, and it cost me a lot of money to send it back, restock it. Um, But a lot of just pulling the covers up over my head and praying, (laughs) you know, God, I pray I wake up. If I don't, it's your will. But even when I went to stay with my son, um, in the mountains, I left this room that I had rented, and that was a whole crazy situation. And I stayed in his um, RV for a summer with my kitty cat. And I think his whole neighborhood was full of burps. And I was getting that gassing. Same thing. I would cover myself up. And I would just pray, oh, God, I don't wake up at your will, but I pray to So I think uh-huh. if that was happening to me right now, I would try. There were a lot of people in Arizona where I was, and they were on oxygen. And I think if I found myself in that situation again, which I'm starting to wonder what's going on where I am. I you hear my voice is like you know they're accessing me. Yeah. Um, I was I I I am going to look into that oxygen. Oxygen. I have a really great doctor, and um, I really try to protect him. There aren't very many doctors around here. And so mm-hmm. I, you know, I try to really keep a low profile about it, but I know that he and other people in there really, I mean, they always say, Donna, if you ever need somewhere to go, you know, we're always here for you. And I know, mm-hmm. I know they believe me. They've watched me um, for about over two years. 
So the oxygen and I like to use a great big fan and I'll I'll point it at where I think that maybe this stuff is coming from or put it right mm-hmm. in front of me where I'm breathing. Put a great big fan. So I put there. it away from you though. But do you put it away from you? Right. So it'll push it away from me. And okay, and the I other see. thing I have are these um track windshield covers. And they're mylar okay. on the outside and they're waffled on the inside with something. And and I just lay that over me and that stuff helps. Okay. Let me get that snoring. I think that's great. <laughs> Are you gonna blame me for that again? Oh yeah. Yeah, it was you, Miss Larry. You were close. Oh, I know it was. I heard it. It was you were close. They're dead. So what are you doing, What? What are you doing to protect yourself from it? <clears throat> Bunch of things, you know, like I have some things like um they look kinda like balacaba, those balacaba things. They're like wearing it like covers your nose and your mouth. You know? So it kinda like filters what so? goes in your nose. Well it looks kinda like a balacaba. Your it's like fabric. Oh, me? Wow. Everybody's muffled. That's why I keep saying what, what? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I noticed that. Well, those they're called a balacaba, and um, it kind of, like, covers your nose. It's like a thing you put over your head, and it covers your mouth and your nose. And the only thing showing is your eyes. Where do you get that? Like online, you know, like on eBay, things like that. They also sell, um, like, aluminized ones, like, with aluminum material on um, less EMF. Like, that's where I bought my first one. And it's got, like, it's, like, just, like, fabric, and it's, like, um, silver, and it goes over your head. Like, it's called a balacaba. Yeah. So, I wear things like that. Nice. Fabric. And it kind of filters what goes... But, you know, I'm really, it's making me tired. Like, um, I know they're hitting me with pesticides and they're like these nerve agents because it makes me so, like, lethargic, you Hello? know, sometimes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hello? That's why I try to break in. Hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. Hey, Kevin. What's going on? Not much. I was just wondering where you was at a few minutes ago. Do you know where I can get your identity? Say again. You know where I can get on your identity? Oh, God. Well, you probably have to be put in an FBI witness protection program, and you'd need a reason, a legitimate reason for that. Well, I, you do have one. Thank you. <laughs> You're wrong. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could disappear yourself, you know. Right. I'm trying to buy one off the dark net. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. California, that's you. Is it was that you, Chloe? No. Doing what? Making that big rumbling noise, you don't you guys hear that? That's not her. That's not okay. me. 
Okay, it's, it was it was yeah. Allie. That was loud in my ear. Snoring <laughs> person. I'll get him. I think it's Grebe. I'm sitting here watching the board for it to light up. There you go, California. Thank you for doing away with the noise. Chloe, I want a cat, but I don't want this one that's been inoculated. You know, is that possible? Um, yes, of course. My cat is not inoculated, and I, I don't want to do it. I mean, like, this is one of the things I struggle with because I want to take her on a plane with me, but yet if I do, I have to have her, you know, I, she has to get, inoc- like, vaccines. Where do you find a cat that has not yet been the nut? You go to a farm and say, and you promise them that you'll do it, but then you just never do it? You can just go on Craigslist and look for, you know, like one of those Craigslist ads or something that has pets, you know, like free pets. Or look in your local neighborhood. Um, there's an app called um, that na- that app. Why did you mute me? Um, because Ryan? I thought that. I didn't know that was you, and I thought it was that that noise that that was extremely loud in my ear. I just wanted you to have some drink. I don't know what you're talking about. We gotta give him a drink. Yeah. I have no idea. I didn't hear anything. All I know is the next thing I know, I was muted. It was coming from the California caller. There's there's two California callers. There's three actually on there. I thought it was. I I didn't know where it was coming from. So they don't, I mean, like, they don't have to give these pets uh, shots within, you know, the time frame from zero to six weeks when they sell them. They don't have to do that, right? It depends on your state, the state laws, because, like, in my state, you don't have to vaccinate your, your cat. You can you can get cats at the animal shelter in the pound, too, because they usually euthanize them. But they, they shoot them up there. I don't want that. Uh, well, yeah, that's true. They'll charge you for adoption. Nothing to do with that. But it's good that somebody buys them, though, before they euthanize them. They put them down after nobody takes them. I think that's what they I do. I don't know. I don't know. You know, you bring one home and you put them through this? I don't think yeah. so. I think they'd be better off asleep. Yeah. Ugh. I wouldn't want to do that to another animal. I couldn't bear it. Yeah, like I've never adopted, you know, like this, the the cat that I have now just showed up, you know, like she was dumped here by the perps, actually. You know, the cat that I have at the moment, the perps dumped her, on, dumped her on the property four years ago. So they could torture her? No, like she was just like a stray and she was like starving and um, so... She used to like, um, like eat my, my, because I had my, I after my sister died, I kind of had to take start taking care of her cat. So, um, after this stray kept coming on the property eating eating her food because she was like starving. So, um, I just have to, you know had to start feeding her, otherwise she you know she would eat my cat's food. So I, um, after I started feeding her. She just kind of like just started hanging around, so. Yeah. 
I remember looking at my kitty. I had her for 17 years. And she was really healthy and doing well. And then I went to Arizona. And she'd walk up to the door when she knew I was going to leave. She put her little paw up there and scratched the door and looked back at me like, please take me with you, please take me with you. And um, I think back on that. And and then I'd look in her eyes and it was like, Dewey, are you there? Dewey, you look so different. What's going on? And uh, she'd go and lay by the wall and stretch out her little body against the wall. And uh, I ended up starting to sleep there, exactly where she, well, after I put her down. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that was really hard. 17 years, it's like having a child. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, these people are like. <laughs> so, like, do you think that they're trying to kill me? I mean, because I am getting nerve agents. I mean, I'm getting really bad. Um, it's a pesticide. I don't think it's quick. I I'm in Alberta. She called me um, probably around 2012-13 because she had heard what I was saying. And she was going through right. the same thing, and she tried to give me some tips. Well, Elvira's gone now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think they're trying to murder you. I think they're trying to traumatize you is what they're trying. Well, well it's just Well, kill. I mean, let's face it. I mean, all this yeah. stuff is bound to uh, work toward a demise. They could murder any one of us at any given time. And it would appear as natural causes, a heart attack, a stroke, fast-acting cancer, aneurysm, et cetera. Yeah. A car wreck, for that matter. Yep, that too. Yeah, they've tried to run me into three of those. Instead of knocking, you know, knocking you off the bike, to, you know, something to the, you know... People on bikes are in a lot of danger. You know, I thought about that recently. Um, I was going to a Presbyterian church, and um, I met this man in a singles group, and he was asking me to go out and I really, he wasn't really my type. He he was probably the guy I should have said yes. Um, very wonderful man. And uh, not long after I turned him down on dinner, I heard that he was riding along the street that they caused me uh, to get into a wreck uh, by tailgating me. And they killed him on his bicycle. Yeah. Killed him because he couldn't get you to date him? They just killed him. I think it was because he was affiliated to me some way. I'm scared to say it, but yeah, some people have. No, I thought you know, I I had, had a couple of people said me that they had, you know, I, I would, they said uh, specifically, I 
can't talk to you anymore because I would have to do things I don't want to do, and uh, I don't want to do it. I I like you. I care about you, but i got to cut you off. You know, I mean, one person said exactly the same thing. Males. And we were not intimately involved either. What are the odds of that? But that seems local to me. That doesn't sound like federal or a military thing. The ones who really care about you stop calling. The ones who really care about you what? Stop calling. They won't. They won't be a part of it. And the ones that will, you can tell. You know, I mean, they're just. If you sit back, they have to just listen quietly over time. Might take a may may take four or five phone calls a month, even a year. You you can see the patterns of you know the things they're trying to dissuade you to do, encourage you to do. It's just you know little things they say. Bad commentary when the only ones that will talk to you are the ones that are trouble, you know, that have signed on to it. What, I mean, what does that mean? But what, you know, you're left with just yourself. And, and talks you, right? This is it. Talks you what? Well, well, and I remember Chloe said months and months ago, I mean, they need to get her cat to, I think it was a different cat, to, you know, be a perp. They can even do that. I know they can do that. They just irritate them. Exactly. And they get them to throw up. I remember her saying that. Yeah. Okay, that was, that was my sister's cat. Now, my sister was a TI as well, <clears throat> only she didn't know it. And um, her cat used to constantly, you know, throw up all the time and because of that the cat was really like sickly looking and skinny because you know like she couldn't keep any food down and uh we used to think the cat had some sort of a medical issue but now i mean the cat passed away a couple of years ago i think the cat passed away around 2015 or maybe 2014 they're now making my my cat my current cat throw up they can hit it with like a like a nausea beam and make it you know make this cat throw up so now that I'm aware of this, I'm now thinking that, you know, my sister's cat was, you know, made to throw up all the time. It was nothing, you know, like, biologically wrong with this cat, I don't Maybe think. Maybe it was pulling something in its mouth and its nose easily. Um, well, the thing is, is um, I remember I had just bought a brand new purse with, with my, when, when we had my tie. And uh, one day, you know, one night I was listening to the conference call and all of a sudden my tie started throwing up and she, she walks straight to my purse and like my brand new purse and throws up in it. So, I mean, like my perps are just constantly manipulating people and animals around me. I remember looking at Dewey in her eyes toward the end. And I honestly believe that they, they were so blank. It was like she wasn't even there. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
I didn't think of it at the time, but I think they were looking through her eyes at me. That's what I think. Oh yeah, they do. They do. They they do that all the time. I pray for God's wrath. Okay, remember that guy that was uh, that used to go to the FFCHS, like no, to Joe's call, and his name was Ling. Uh-uh. Well, he was a um, uh, well, a handler called in back in like 2014 or 2015. A handler called in, and um, she handled this guy Ling. It was a TI. And she said she felt really bad. She didn't want to do it anymore. And she used to um, let Ling call into these chat rooms and talk to other TIs. And, and one night we were asking the handler a bunch of questions. She was a programmer. And we were asking her questions. And they, we said, is it true that you can see through our eyes? And she said, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. So just think when, you know, you don't even, you're in your home and you've got like a an, an aquarium. <laughs> uh, and they can just look through, you know, they can access these fish and just like watch you through their eyes, you oh, know? Through yeah. their fish? Yeah, but, oh. Yes, they can. They can see. They said they can see through even a goldfish's eyes. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Under a microscope, as Alex Jones says. Mhm. <laughs> well. I guess we're just really, really living in a different world. Uh. Chloe? Yes. How come you've never try to change your living situation. I have. Um, I was up in Reading a couple months ago, and uh, me and... Uh, I, mean, I was going to move in with Dutch. I was going to at least try to move in with Dutch. And um, when I got up there, I don't know, it's just... Uh, Well, one of the things is he had his, you know, apartment was like, you know, an offer, a refrigerator. When I got up there, it was like 40 degrees out, and his apartment was about 40 degrees. <laughs> That's pretty cold. Um, I said, I said, he was not sweating. Well, because he had so much tech, you know, tech, technology on him. And um, so... I says, oh, okay. So immediately I kind of knew this might not be a good match if I have to live in someone's home like this, and, you know, they keep freezing like ice cold. <laughs> yeah. 
And then, like, um, when I was sitting in his living room, I felt something try to go in something try to go in my ear. And I was like, okay, I think it's time to get a hotel. <laughs> space heater. Couldn't you buy a space heater? I have one. What, me? Oh, my, you mean Dutch's house. Bronchitis. Every other year for like the last 10, 15 years, we've had bronchitis. He's here this whole winter, this fall and winter, no bronchitis, no HVAC. And I think that that's what it is. Well, another thing with Dutch is Dutch started getting tortured when I got there. He started getting tortured really bad. And um, I thought, wow, the whole thing of us being roommates was that, you know, it would hopefully lessen his torture. But instead, they started torturing him more. And he says, they're torturing me really bad right now. And I I said, okay, all right. So I got a hotel. And um, I was going to um, look around for a house up there for rent for the eight days I was up there. But I started getting really bad torture in my hotel room. And... uh, then it started pouring rain. And, I mean, I don't know how I'm supposed to go, like, house hunting, like, in pouring rain with an Uber car. So, um, I also knew that, you know, if I stayed up and running, I'd be tortured really bad. So I was thinking, okay, <laughs> I'm getting severe torture do attacks up here. I don't think this is going to work out for me. So I, it didn't work out What's for running. Like? Beautiful up there. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, Like the air is like so. Hmm. What's the town like? Um. Well, it's like mostly white people, which is a lot different than Los Angeles because a lot, you know, down here it's mostly Hispanics. I'm actually a minority down here. I think this is one of the reasons I'm targeted. I mean, I'm just being straight with you, you know, like, I think this is one of the reasons I'm being targeted is because, like, in my neighborhood, I'm like, we're the only white family left, you know, and, yeah, well, in my neighborhood, you know, I live in, I live on the Burbank-North Hollywood border, so, um, I live on the border of, like, Burbank and North Hollywood, so, like, um, in my neighborhood, you know, like, we've been, my family bought the house in 71 or 70, something, something about 70 or 71, Back then, it was an all-white neighborhood, but not anymore. You know, it's like now, it's like mostly a lot Latino. And, like, we're the only, like, white family left in the neighborhood. But we're, like, we're the original people here. Are they big-time purpers in general? I mean, not not to say that everybody... No, I mean, like, no, not not our neighbors. Our neighbors are, you know, like, nice. But um, but when I lived, you know, like, in Van Nuys, yes. I mean, like, I... And I, I used to live in, you know, like apartments with Latinos. They hated my guts. You know, I was like the only like white person in the apartment, and like they hated me. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Um, what I see happening is, even if it's not said, it's kind of an understood thing between them that they're going to take back California because it mm-hmm. was there and we took it from them. And it's exactly. happening. 
they're moving into uh, all the different trades, all the professions. They're putting um, just unmatchable low prices to what the professional charges. And uh, that's one of their ways of taking over. Um, roofing, roofing, painting, any kind of construction, uh, any kind of lawn service. There's, yeah, you, and it, if it's not one of their own, you know, you know, Hispanic overlords covering it, then you know somebody will pick them up here locally. So the average working guy now doesn't have a prayer. Caucasian. Yeah. Well, another thing is like all the jobs here in LA. You have to, you know, they want you to be bilingual. It doesn't matter where, you know, whether it be McDonald's or whether it be an office, the first thing they'll say is, you know, we need somebody that's bilingual. You know, and if you're not bilingual, then, you know, good luck getting a job here. <laughs> wow. But let me tell you, I, I've i worked with uh, Costa Ricans and uh, Spanish and they're just like anybody. I mean, there's like the white trash and the good uh, white people, and then you know the same with the Hispanic population. And I mean, some of my best friends are just like lovely, lovely people. You know, like mm-hmm. Costa Rica and like that. Mm-hmm. So I I can't say that they're all in the same place or with the same mindset because they're not. There's some very, very classy, classy people. Uh, oh, yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just putting this in there because I don't want anyone to ever think I'm a racist. And uh, my parents were, or my dad anyway, was kind of racist as I was growing up. And I kind of used those cards on somebody, and and I didn't even feel that with my heart. It was something that I had been raised with, and let me tell you, I paid dearly for that one, um, and I was wrong, and I repent. It was a terrible thing. Um, I don't know if you even know what I'm talking about, but um, it was it was a jealousy thing. And it was over. It was over an ex-wife and kids and stuff. And it was really awful. It was really awful. I was somewhere I I should have never been, and I shouldn't have allowed myself to be there because of my own weakness. I did allow myself to be there, and I paid dearly for it. Let me tell you. Confess your sins to one another. So your goal is to go to Venezuela, honestly, right, Chloe? What? If you had your brothers, that's what you. I mean, you have a way to get your cat with you. And, Venezuela? Why would? Why in the world would I want to go not, there? No, no, Ecuador. <laughs> what, whatever, Ecuador. I mean, somewhere I don't remember exactly which uh, Central American country. No, if you want to know something really strange, though, is I was about to go to Ecuador. I think it was, well, it was right before they had this earthquake near, I think it was Quito. 
um, there was an earthquake in Quito, Ecuador, and I was on my way. I was, I had my passport. I was ready to go, and I missed it by like two weeks. Where you know I changed my mind, but mm-hmm. I was going to go there like right before they had their earthquake. So I think my perps were trying to mind control me to go there. Yeah. How many people died in the earthquake? A lot. Really? Apparently, earthquakes in Ecuador sort of like, I, I don't know if I could say common, but they happen. Scalar wave. Yeah, exactly. Yep. You're not going to do that. You don't want to leave the country. <clears throat> I do want to leave. Well, I do and I don't. You do. You should get out of I there. do. I do, but yeah, I do. Um, yeah. The thing about the thing about it is, I, you know, I've been to third world countries, and um, my, you know, my torture was just as bad. So I thought, well, if I'm going to be tortured, I might, I might as well be here than in the third world country. But um, well, the the thing is, you know, the smaller the populace, the less ignorant people to be manipulated into perping, harassing. Mm-hmm. Aren't those people living living on pennies a day? Anything's, you wouldn't have to pay them, but you had the whole village involved. I don't think I'd stand a prayer somewhere like that. Well, that's another thing is I'm not racist. I'm not racist in the least. I mean, like when I was going to Mexico, I was hoping to get a place down there, you know? You can be like Jesse Ventura and go off the grid. I wish. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow, who is that? Do you think all these villages that talk about these things are there? Could they just be a pulling in? You know, use the state. Hammer away, guest thirteen. <laughs> Ryan, I'd, I'd buy you a cocktail right now if I could. There were a way to do it. You would buy me a what? I'd buy you a cocktail if I could if there were a way to do it. Mmm. I love me some tacos now. Let me tell you. No, a cocktail. But yeah, tacos. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I love those too. They're kind of weak on the alcohol side portion, but other than that, they taste amazing. <laughs> <laughs> You want one also, Chloe? It's on Missouri. In her imaginary world. 
it's on the it's on the house. Missouri is offering to buy all of the callers and chat participants drinks. Hit her up. Hey, that's nice. I like it. Yeah. Free alcohol for the lounge. That's the name of this call, by the way. We named it the lounge. Everybody's flat on their back from the tiredness of the day. <laughs> yeah. The lounging. Yeah. But, you know, tax-free Social Security disability is nothing to sneeze at. You know, a lot of people, a lot of SSI recipients would like to have it. A lot of people not even getting SSI. There are worse situations. And, you know, most of the people in the workplace are getting jacked, too. You know what I mean? I just don't think anybody really escapes this. You know, I consider myself in a bad spot. But I don't think the people who go to work, the ones that are roaming around in all kinds of other situations, are really that much better off. <laughs> well, James you know Walbert I mean? managed to escape it. Who is that? James Walbert, the one that had uh, Senator Jim Guest on his case. They microchipped him and planned him. The guy told him, he said, we're going to make your life a living hell. And they, I think they put him under and put microchips in him and everything and made his mouth bleed, tore his mouth up and maimed him. He's got, we've got a video of his testimonial, a great testimonial on the OSI YouTube channel. YouTube.com forward slash OS Informers. The late night call did not used to be taped. Why is it taped now? I didn't hear you. Why is the call taped now? It didn't used to be. But not we, late night. We've got we've gotten several requests of people that are is not that are up during the morning and they don't get to hear the call during the night, so they asked us to record it. I asked earlier if there was any objections to it being recorded. Nobody said anything. Everybody was like, okay, whatever. It's actually good, though, because, you know, if something was to happen to you guys and uh, you, you've been on here telling that you people targeting you and everything, at least there's a paper trail. There's a record of it. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? Hmm. So is there any downside to it? Um, the only downside to it would be uh, perpetrators getting a hold of the audio file and running it through an audio editing software and cutting it up and making it sound like you're saying or cussing somebody or threatening somebody. Um, yeah. That's the only downside I can think of. It's, there's more positive than there is bad, though. It's uh -huh. good. The recording part is... Huh. Yeah. yeah. You know, you it would make it easier for anyone who uh, wants to monitor. Uh, well, they do that in real time with the AI. So, yeah. You wouldn't have to have a live person that could get a hold of that. But well, yeah. and I guess they could set their set their phones up to do it. Yeah. Well, most of us are being monitored twenty four seven, illegally monitored. I might add. So I don't do think enough people to listen. So they listen to every word, every this, every reaction. Yeah, but that's that's something very difficult to explain. But it, yeah, it is. It I, I, it's not real people sitting there monitoring you like wearing a headset. In most cases, they they've got a little bit smart 
and uh, decided to make everything automated. So it's a computer. It's it's like a computer sitting on your desk in front of you. It's a computer sitting there monitoring your every thought, everything. It's automated. Okay. Is it is anyone else made aware of what your reactions are? If they want to go back and review what's said or what you thought, or I'm certain I'm certain they can, and it can be the okay. AI systems can be manually, they can be manually be, overridden. Wouldn't it be of the greatest benefit to them if they did it in real time? Yeah, yeah, really. It is though. I, it is real time. I think in my situation it is. I think they want to see. Uh, yeah. You know, can we break her this morning? Can we break her, uh, you know, this afternoon? Okay, let's try giving her too much sleep and a lot of food and see if that works. Okay, now let's try no sleep, no food. Let's try people being nice to her. Let's try people being mean to her. Well, it's the neural feedback, the real-time neural feedback loop that Dave Case always mentions. That's exactly what it is, and that's why it explains why they've got people parroting you. Uh, wow, I've got wow. That's that's horrible. Bad grade acid reflux. Woo. Ah. Be right back, guys. Well, your opinion is always different than. Typical. I mean, I think, based on my experience, you know, the, the noise, the, the lack of noise, the reaction, like, if I roll over, uh, cover my head with a blanket, do this, do that, I mean, they just eventually go away. You know, eventually the sound's like, Rrrr! it's like they give up. And then there's a bang upstairs, and there's just, I mean, it's like, it's not like exactly clockwork, but darn close. And why wouldn't it be? I think if you can attempt to tape everything or monitor everything and not be trying to accomplish a goal. Yeah, it's real time. Well, that's what I believe, you know, and I don't believe it based on Hocus Pocus. It's many, many months, years of the timing is just so similar. I agree, yeah. And I think they get, you know, there's like there's a cutoff. Certain time, you know, okay, we're done. We're, we're done, you know. Next shift, it seems like. Twenty thoughts through your head, you know, something that would, in their minds, upset you. Okay, well, this isn't upsetting her. Try this. This isn't a, this. We can't get a reaction out of. She won't get up and make a phone call about this. Okay, let's try this. And they'll run through twenty, thirty. I mean, I try to remember them and put them in, you know, uh, codify, codify. Okay, they want me to do this. They want me to call and be mad about this. They want, you know. Keep track as best I can. I guess the rule is don't get upset about anything. Realize that they're constantly trying to get you upset. Don't do it. Don't get into it with anybody. Well, and it almost leads you to not have anything to do with anybody because they're going to set them up to jack you too. So you can all, it's it's almost difficult to have contact with anyone. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they're just jacking people around. Well, I mean, I just sometimes I'll say out loud to the airspace, suspecting somebody, somebody involved in this can hear me. I say, look, you know, you're wasting your life too. Is this is this really a great job? What kind of a job is this that you've chosen? Are you do you really have that much better of a life than I have? You know, you you got to show up at a certain time. You know, I mean, I theoretically can roll over and roll over and roll over. Yeah. And what about holidays? You know, like St. Patrick's Day, Saturday. They're prepping for that. You know, all these people are going to be outside, dumb as they are, wandering around, like I, you know, all of us used to do, in the open air. Yeah. A lot of people. A lot of people with open drinks. Ah, open, you know, not, not even a cap on their drink. I mean, if I were to go to a bar, I guarantee I would have it covered. I wouldn't <laughs> go on St. Patrick's Day either. <laughs> wouldn't go on New Year's Eve. I want to shut up if I have any sense, especially since this is a recorded call. I don't talk about this anywhere but this line. That's the only place I would even think of mentioning anything, and I shouldn't even do that. I know better. I'm just saying a record. Well, the good thing about these lines, with this one, at least, you come here and not be censored. And everybody knows what you're talking about. Nobody's going to think you're crazy or try to ridicule you or anything like that. No one knows exactly how the line was set up. That's con- that's concerning. You mean talks you? Oh, the whole way, just, you know, the apparatus. You know? Oh, yeah. I don't know. You know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm safer to them this way than I would be if I weren't. You know, I mean, better to be debriefed and have them know what I'm thinking Exactly. Then, for the you know, there to be any doubt. I'd rather I'd rather be the gray guy. Um, I've seen that on YouTube videos. Uh, yeah. It's about being. I don't know if you've seen that. Just you know, you know, I I can cry for them every once in a while. I mean, I try to show them your. They want to see. They need they need something to write down. I think that's yeah. what they need a report. They need to verify it. The technology needs to verify it. Well, she slept. She slept. Okay, you know we tried this, we tried that. We tried, she slept. She slept. She turned over. You know she went like this. You know and went back to sleep. Turned yeah. this way. Sleep. You know this is nothing to write home about. You know and it. I don't know. You know, when you're sleeping, you don't want to get up, get up just to give somebody a reaction. Yeah. I don't know how you win. That's why I ask about a Faraday cage or earplugs. What about earplugs? 
Earplugs are very good. I used to I use them during the summer, but it seems like there's all, all, always a lot of excess noise in the summer. Absolutely. Yeah. You're really on it. <laughs> they have a lot more targets roaming around. Yeah. I wonder if that's better for me. See, I always wonder, okay, the Super Bowl, is that better for me? Uh, you know, all the major holidays, better for me. But it seems like there's this second string crew that are more rogue and ruthless than the first, you know, string. Doesn't seem to work out that very that much better for me. Certain policies, I think they kind of leave alone. I think for them, some, some things are remote, somewhat sacred. Not sacred, but you know, there's like, okay, well, you know, it's, it's already ten o'clock on Christmas Eve. We're, we're not. It's not going to happen. Let's blow. You know, let's let's just chill anyway. You know, we're here, wherever they are. Uh, you know, I think the work ethic goes down a little bit. I do not. I do not believe that it is just some unmanned computer. I don't believe that. <laughs> don't be fooled. I can tell you, rest assured, it is. When you have I mean, it may not. It may not be in your particular case, but it. I know it is in mine and many others. So. You know what they say about the word no. I mean, people who use the word no, I mean, honestly, what do any of us really know beyond a shadow of a doubt? I can tell you I do. For sure. I mean, absolutely, for sure. There's no way that even, I mean, a staff of 500 people could not uh, put out as much propaganda and, and coordinate as much as uh, an AI computer or supercomputer that is able to calcu- calculate so many, uh, what they call that, um, p- petaflops. You know, it's, it's, it's an algorithm. It's a sophisticated computer algorithm that's able to process so much information simultaneously. Okay, in my situation, what do you think is going on? Of a morning, uh, their goal is to break somebody. They want somebody, you know, they, you know, who, how many people can we haul in here, haul in where, you know. And I'm I'm on this flip list. I'm, there's no doubt. I, I don't know if it would change if I went to a different town, but I'm definitely on the flip list in this town. Why don't, why don't you try that? Well, I might. But, okay, so but right now, of any given morning, I'm just thinking, what? What could I do? Uh, yeah, no. well, do do you uh, sense that uh, you know they play the little psychological game of parroting with the neural feedback loop, where uh, you'll be watching TV and you're thinking about eating a piece of pizza, then it'll show a piece of pizza commercial on the oh, TV. I don't do any TV, and see, I think that puts me higher on their list too. What about the radio? Do you experience the parroting on oh, the radio? I the thing with the radio. You do? I don't mess with the radio. No radio. Uh, uh, maybe it's good though. Maybe because they're not able to verify that the technology is working properly, as others have said. If you don't get, I mean, if you can't be triggered by the external stimuli, then their their technology fails, according to, you know. What would I be doing? 
differently if I were watching television or uh, listening to the radio? But what would that make? Like, I truly don't know. You would be sitting there absorbing a bunch of trash, garbage, propaganda, and lies. Then what I do about that? But I mean, what are they looking for me to do? Well, some people believe it's uh, they put the, do the neural feedback loop to not only harass people but to verify that the technology is reading you correctly because it's looking, it's prompting you for a response. Well, and you know, I'm with him. I like that, you know, and, and you know, his theories, uh, the way he articulates it, Brian, too. But at some point, you know, I mean, after three, five years, I would think that they could verify. Exactly. Yeah. Five, that, yeah. Five years would be enough to verify. Yeah. So he loses me at that point. Yeah. But that's, that's what about true. what about my my significant other? Right. He was 250 pounds at five five when he was in Atlanta. Well, I, I got, no, check this. I got him to move from where he was living to a different apartment complex and didn't didn't turn the internet on there, didn't set up the TV. He he was losing more weight, more weight, more weight, and uh, he's, he's all the way down to like, uh, he was 158. He's bouncing around that amount here. No TV, no internet. Well, you're better off. Correlation between I mean, do you think do you think the TV was part of what was prompting him? It could have been, but then again, you know, all the the parroting and all that neural feedback, but that's also specifically designed to mimic delusions of reference. What they call delusions of reference. It's a schizophrenic uh, symptom <laughs> because a lot a lot of legitimate paranoid schizophrenic people. They will complain that uh, others. They'll say, "Oh, that guy's communicating. He laid the knife up on the table. He's, you know, he's threatening me. He's communicating with me." See, these these people are they're smarter than you think they are, but they're it's a, simultaneously they're stupid, more stupid than you think they are because it, this this stuff like this is just lame. You know. Well, I know one thing for me. Uh, and I, I, you know, I hate to say it over the phone, but you know, I don't know what harm it could do. Uh, I I am pretty sure that a what do you call this ambulance does not need to turn on its sirens three blocks away from heading back to you know the firehouse. I, you know I it just doesn't make any sense that they would need to turn it on then. Uh huh. You know when you're when you're leaving right outside and it wasn't on before and they just sit right outside. I mean I. I when I was in a hotel, you know, when I when I had to live in a hotel, right, when I had no choice, the popo were literally outside. I mean, they're just sitting right outside the window. So many different times, I would, you know, I wouldn't think to look, wouldn't think to look, and I'd find myself get getting agitated for no reason, and I would just quietly, but quickly, get up to the window. Boom! There they were, you know, and they'd take off. Yeah, they're so, manipulating local I know, police. Well, I know they're all. I know they're all satellite. I mean, the vehicles are satellited up, uh, but I don't know what they're able to project. You know, I don't, I don't know how they're what it what is in that vehicle that uh, makes them able to upset people. Are they just, you know, getting your so-called coordinates? Is that it? That's done via GPS. They must have been really mad when I didn't use a cell phone at all. I mean, remote neural monitoring GPS system. 
I had the greatest peace that I've ever had when I had no cell phone, no, I would unplug the phone phone, I would turn off all the electricity. That was peace. Uh. It's warm in it. See, a place like Tennessee, I think you could almost get by with that. It's temperate enough. You know, it doesn't get real cold or real hot down there, does it? Right, right, yep. Can you make it through the summer without air conditioning? Um, not really. Sometimes, you, but then again, it's like that almost everywhere because of all this shit that they're spraying from these chems and all of that. Aluminum particles. Uh, I I believe that uh, it it reflects heat, and yeah. it traps heat down here on the earth. That's why it explains. Yeah, what, you know, that might be what's causing it to be so bright as well. I mean, exactly. Yeah. I think it's a hell of a lot brighter. I can't get anyone to confirm that. Yeah. I concur. I just, you know, I try to stay out of their way, you know. I I was out there viewing what went on for a long time, and I just don't see the point in being out there roaming around. What's to be gained from it? I mean, maybe right. you take a walk, take a walk in the middle of the night under the stars uh, somewhere. Uh, it wouldn't even matter how far out you go; they're up there. <laughs> That's funny, guest thirteen. What did he say? He said something about maybe it's a sex. He said somebody's lost a lot of weight, then they said maybe it's the sex. Not. <laughs> she said, <"Shh." laughs> the lack of the lack of a TV. I think he's calmer. He's, he was, they were they were running him nuts. Who are you talking about? Uh, I guess my spouse. Oh, it's a tough word to use if you're not used to using it. Hard to get them to uh, him to you know anybody who doesn't. I think he knows. We've talked about it. He's listened to this line a couple of times. He may not want to believe it. Yes, thirteen asked if you and your husband play cards. No. Could we? I don't know. Monopoly. Uh, oh, oh, he's wondering what we do instead of uh, television. Uh, he uh, he makes a significant amount of money, but he was severely in debt. I mean, so we've it's been a lot of turning around of his finances. Been uh, a lot of ta- a whole lot of tasks, a lot of things to get in order. You you wouldn't believe it, but I mean, there's a lot. He wanted a different relationship with his four kids and his mom and dad, and his, you know, there have been some real concrete things that have been accomplished. Thing to do with entertainment, well, very little. He likes music, you know, like YouTube videos, and he likes to cook. He's he's friendly. I mean, have you? Would you want, uh, honestly, Ryan, if some, let's say, a woman, or a woman were in your kitchen and she was just a wreck, you know, she's 
a train wreck, and she can't get anything cooked at the same time. Everything comes out at different times, and don't dare talk to her because she's like a cat on a hot tin roof. She's ready to snap. Right. That's not a, that's not a pleasant experience. Right. You know, it's a drag, and he, you know, they they've got him. You know, he's just extremely anxious. I don't know what I don't know what YouTube video what I can provide for him to listen to, read, whatever that would be helpful to him to slow that uh, those synapses. You know, he he he's kind of in the fight or flight mode all the time. Reptilian stress, just in a stress wow. mode. They got him. Well, maybe guess thirteen's right. Maybe he does need some sex or a beer or something. He's not a drinker, uh, but he would have a drink. Uh, I tried to give him the Xanax. He said it knocked him out. Uh, with regard to intimacy, he, he, people who are stressed like to do things. I mean, they they try to last a long time, but they can't. I I can I guess I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Like a rocket, you know. Mhm. It's close to here. Chloe? Yeah, that was, I said too much. I shared too much there. Nah, we're we're all adults here, I mean. <laughs> he can't, he really shouldn't be uh, running, walking much with a kidney stone in him. So he needs Ooh, something. He's wow. Kidney he stone. Needs, wow. Yeah. I mean, the more he walks in that around, the more he runs around, the more he's risking danger. So, I, you know, I've sent him the literature. I, I, I figured out how to use the markup on the iPhone. So, I, you know, I underlined it in red. That was really cool to learn. So that's that. Uh, he, I think he won't do it anymore because he doesn't want to blow it. He doesn't want it to, you know, land him in the hospital. But what can he do that's going to get the piss and vinegar out of his system that he's constantly... If I didn't know better, I'd think that they were pumping epinephrine or something in him, blowing it his way. Is that possible? He just seems he he's so amped, you know. He can't help himself, and you know, how can I help him? Yeah. I feel for him. I mean, the most I can do is just try to, to remind him, you know, don't take it out on me. I didn't do it. They got you in a mood, you know. Is he violent or something? No, he not not by nature, but you know. He, they're, they're running him. So, and, and he's not, you know, he's not a very open-minded person and intellectually minded at all, you know. Uh, and he did he did start, you know, getting high at a pretty young age, so, you know. But I... I you say that he's, you don't feel that he's interested in you anymore, right? He doesn't show you any affection or anything like that, does he? he just, no, he's no more interested. I mean, he... He just has short-term, you know, everything's temporary. You know, they go in cycles. NPD, you know, anyone with all these same, it's they have a bunch of disorders. They don't just have one. And one of them is ADHD and NPD. They kind of, they truthfully, a lot of them all go together. You've got one of them, you got probably got like three or four. They, they kind of work together, These these some of these disorders. So he can't really be happy with anything for very long. And it wouldn't matter if it were, you know, a gorgeous Hollywood you know, star, I, I don't think anything could make him happy for you. He'd find something wrong with that. 
Uh, he sounds depressed to me or bipolar or something. I think it, he may even have, you know, multifaceted or is, is there really such a thing as multiple personalities? Yeah, well, it's now it's known as uh, Dissociative Identity Disorder, DID. Right. Do you believe he could, you know, kind of go in that, you know, one's real childlike and another one is... You know, Alters, yeah, different personalities, yeah, definitely. See the pictures, I mean, more than anything, in photos, I all, you know, that's where it really shows up. You capture him, one, you know, it, it's amazing how different. I mean, he can look, he could look in a bad photo, he could look 65. In a good photo, he could look 25. Wow. All the all BS aside, I, I wish I were kidding. So I don't know what I'm, you know, this is, you know, life is like a box of chocolates. I never know which one <laughs> of them is good. Yeah. I don't like it. And, you know. Uh, Unpredictableness. He's living upstairs. And, uh, you know, I, just, I feel like I'm, you know, in battle. I mean, I'm, I'm like down here. I'm, I'm a war-torn country. He's got to come through here. And he's not mean. He's just he's just like uh, a tornado. You know, he, he doesn't, he's not super fast, but he's packing this level of energy that it's palpable. I, I, I cannot describe it. It's, it is, it's like, it's like energy, like electricity. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's it's real. It's not imaginary. So I don't know what to do with that. It's it's beyond me. I told I told him very early on. I said, I don't care what you have to do outside that door and who you, what you have to do, who you have to do it to, who you have to do it with. Don't yeah. do it. Don't do it here. You know, I'm not going to hold it against you. You know, whatever it is. Um, you know, even if I find out, just don't do it to me. Don't do it here. Yeah. Consider this a sanctuary, a peaceful place, you know, where you don't have to be like that. And I think he's trying his best. And he's been with this guy for how long? November 18th, we married. Mm. I was hell-bent to today at about 6 or 7, 8 o'clock. I was like, I'm going to find a way to convince him that he needs to stay at a hotel over this weekend. When he comes back from Omaha, you know, instead of, you know, coming here, you know, maybe come yeah. here for a minute, just go straight to a hotel because that's worse, you know. Over a weekend, didn't have to go to work. That's right. bad. Yeah, well, you got to do what you got to do. needs structure in the worst possible way. What do you give somebody to do when they when they uh they have no structure of their own in their mind? If they're five years old, you give them activities. Well, I mean, if I was with somebody and they didn't want to show me any affection, do you think how long do you think it'd take for me to decide to hell with this and move on to somebody else? I'm not going to lie to you. I wasn't getting it before. You know what I mean? I wasn't getting it before, so how can I complain now? Right. And, you okay. know, where am I going to get where am I going to get it next? Yeah. I have to I have to doll myself up and do what women have to do and it's a drag. I think I it's know. great when women doll themselves up, put on eyeshadow and <laughs> uh, you have it. Knee high black boots. Mm. Would you enjoy 
Would you like to do it? Of course. You wouldn't mind putting on makeup and hosiery? Oh, no, no, not that. (laughs) Well, if I was a rock star, maybe, yeah. I mean, rock stars can pull that off without looking to, uh, uh, what would you call it, Uh, transsexual tranny? Well, 15-year-old boys don't want a girlfriend, really. They they want to be with it. I don't. But he doesn't really have any guy friends. He doesn't seem to even want any guy friends. He likes food a lot. Do you think he's a cook? He could be. He could be an unwitting one. Uh, he could be a real one. He could be one that knows what he's doing. Uh, I'd be shocked. Right. How do you tell? I mean, what would tell me if he is a witting perp? He knows what he's doing. A uh, pattern of his behavior. Like what specifically would you look for? Mm, Sabotage around your home. Mind games, playing mind games with you, trying to, you know, reverse psychology, etc. Stuff like that, shady shit like that. Actually, I've done plenty of... uh... Plenty of emotional stuff, that's for sure. But, I mean, he did it with his ex-wife, you know? Yeah. Was he a perp perp for her, too? It could have been. I mean, he could be working for somebody. But, you know, I I don't trust anyone that plays psychological games as far as I can pick them up and throw them. What if they can't help it? Oh, they can help it. The people that do shit like that, they know what they're doing. They know they're toying with people's emotions and trying to fool and trick people. Okay, so what I was I could put uh you know I have I bought some poster boards so you know we could get stuff straight I could write you know no games right yeah yeah no, do it this is a no game zone right game on somebody else I don't know I mean they're they're really sociopathic and they can't help it can they yeah well yeah did you date a sociopathic woman is that how you know this no, I mean, I, you know, it's, a lot of it's common sense to me, and plus I did extensive research into psychology and things like that. DID. Is, so you you believe also that uh, a person like this guy could have DID, ADHD, NPD, borderline? He could. Borderline narcissistic personality disorder, yeah. Well, and I know he's got the ADHD. He also, I think if he, if he would test it, his IQ, I think he'd be looking at MRDD also. And you've got the pot smoking incident in the teenage years. Uh, you got a couple of, a few blows to the head. You know, aluminum baseball bat at, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, a few different times. I mean, you know, I'm dealing with, I'm dealing with a whole mix of stuff here. Uh-huh. A mixed bag, yeah. Well, I don't, you know, what do you do? What am I supposed to be? I'm going to do whatever it is. Let me get that. Is that you, Chloe? Northwest. I don't, what I, should, I don't know what I should be doing with it, but I need to be, you know, there needs to be a plan. Yeah. Maybe you just need to get out of that town for a while. If not, move. Maybe you just need to get out of that town for a while. With him? No, by yourself. So leave my leave my husband, and on a social security check, go to another town. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you could go to a hotel or a motel or whatever for a while. What would I do there? Everywhere I go, I'm perked. Mm. Last hotel had to pay me eight thousand dollars, eight grand. And that same hotel outfit, same exact name, same one, had to pay me four thousand dollars in 2015. And they still have uh, their insurance company still on. The, they've made an offer for two grand for uh, some perping behavior because all I did was sit back and collect data. You know, that's probably why they moved me out of a hotel. Because I was just, I was making too much money that way. It was like the cars. I told you when people would hit me with their cars, you know, I'd immediately, I'd wake up, I'd get a pen, pen and paper, write their plates down. You know, people actually run into you while you were parked while in While I was asleep. That's how I woke up a few <laughs> different times. Yeah, and I think, they think, they probably thought I would freak out. You know, how many people sleeping in a car, get hit by another car, boom, you know, and they wake up out of a dead sleep <laughs> and, see, and can keep it together. Somehow I did. Somehow it didn't come as a shock to me, you know. And I'm sorry, but I, that is funny. I, well, it happened a number of times. I would literally, I'd literally get the pen, get the paper, and uh, immediately. And one guy was a real J.A. He said, uh, Jack Off or Jack Ass. Yeah. He, he said, look, uh, you know, I think he thought that it was close enough to that line, you know, uh, not parking after 9 a.m. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what bull crap he was. He was trying to protect the gal who hit me. Uh-huh. I said, look, you know, I, I don't want to call 911, but, you know, it's really up to you. Either she gives me her insurance information or I'm calling because you know she hit me and, and the police can sort it out. Boom. Out comes the insurance card. So... You know, and I would go get the highest estimate I possibly could. Well, when they hit it, when they hit your vehicle, did it screw your car all to hell? No, they would never hit me that hard if I were stationary. Just bump you. Yeah. <laughs> they're playing bumper cars with you. Well, there there were times it could have been a lot. There were times when it could have been a lot worse. You know, I, I there, but the great for the grace of God, I don't I don't know. How I got out of some of those situations without. At least you didn't get whiplash. Oh, it could have been. over that. It could have been ugly. Could have been very ugly. I mean, dude, I'm not. I'm not anxious to be roaming around out there. I I was. I was on at twelve. Some between twelve and two with somebody. One of the few times I've been out since all this went down and. There was something that was supposed to happen, I think. It was not good. It would have been something, the biggest, uh, what are the biggest SUVs there are? It wasn't a Hummer. Not a Hummer, but one notch down from that, uh, a Yukon maybe. A black Yukon, very late. Luckily, vehicle on the right-hand side kept acting crazy, kept going slow, then fast and slow. So I I already had a heads up. Then we approached a red light on a highway that has stops, you know, very few highways have stoplights, but this one was a highway that had stops. Strange, but it exists. And this guy was not turning. He, he didn't turn right. He had every opportunity at the stop. And when it was red, he didn't go. I looked behind me, nobody around. I waited. You know, I, I thought, okay, you're not going for a reason. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to wait until you go. Light's green. He doesn't go. Light's red. He doesn't go. Back in, it like, 
it went through probably three cycles. I wasn't going to do anything. I mean, I couldn't have backed up. I wouldn't have been able to do that. Finally, out of nowhere, this Yukon from the left comes barreling through. You know, that, that would have been my buddy there on my left-hand side. I was in the driver's side, and it would have, it would have, uh, it might have been, it probably would have been my demise. It would have at least, I mean, a vehicle that big probably would have, uh, I don't even want to think, you know. I mean, that's always trying to hit the unreinforced area. You know, never the, you know, they can't do any damage to the bumpers. Well, let me ask you this. Has has anyone ever tried to run you over? I put them to wander around the roads. Did they close? Oh, yeah, she told me. Uh, I can't remember what she said. Chloe, they did, right? And... California. That was her. It said, "Um, mm-hmm. why not?" I hope she's all right. She may have went to sleep. Did they? Did they get? Yeah, I had an idiot. I was riding with family one time, and we was down in Gatlinburg. It's like a tourist attraction here in Tennessee, eastern Tennessee. And uh, there was this black idiot uh, that pulled up beside of us, and uh, I was watching his vehicle. I seen it out of my peripheral vision because it was the vehicle was red, and, and you know, your eyes always go to the red things first, the brightest color with the brightest frequency. And you know, he pulled up beside of us, and uh, he swerved intentionally swerved over towards our vehicle and you know if uh the family member driving the vehicle didn't notice it but uh he could have very easily made us wreck and i think that was uh yeah i well, i know it was deliberate i just shot the guy a bird oh. there's, a, there's a book called the accident man That's worth oh, good night, Deb. Are you going to sleep, Deb? You can still play in the chat room and listen to the call while you're going to sleep if you want to. God, I've got heartburn bad. Bad. How can you tell if it's a, a uh, witting or an unwitting? How would you test it to see if it's a witting or an unwitting perp? By, again, by their pattern. Patterns well, that's, of that's, okay, but that's vague. I mean, can you give me something more specific uh, to try uh, a test? Uh, well, if you find all of your things broken or getting moved around or rearranged in your home, and you know you didn't do it, and let's see, if you find that uh, you may be, you it seems like he's following a script. You know, that could be a physical script, someone telling him what to do, the perpetrators, or it could be remote influencing. And he might not have no, well, there's no defense from that at this point. If he knows, you know what I mean? If I if I get his attention, and, and there are ways, you know, to get someone really, really calm, look them in the eyes, get their attention, appeal to things that mean something to them, you know, even, no matter how crazy they are, get to the depths of their being. Remind them of their childhood dog, you know, remind, just 
talk about a lot of really, you know, things that cut to the core of their being and then say, listen, I, I need to let you know, I think you're being used. And I'm asking you, at every turn, don't let them hurt me through you. Don't mm-hmm. say the things they want. You know, you, you only you can keep control of yourself. Yeah. I don't want to blame you. And you don't want to lose me. I, I've been good for you. And you're helpful to me. Don't let this happen. You know, you have to keep control. I can't do it. Don't let them convince you that I'm mean or, you know, I'm this or that. You know, just don't let them play games with your mind. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure they're like, you know, she, you know, you're, you're not eating all the food you want to eat. You know, well, you, you, gee, you won't have a coronary. I mean, he, he's sick right now. In Omaha, he's sick. He had to take Pepto-Bismol and something else. He had. He felt like he almost had to go to the hospital. Why? They had him eating leftover uh, from lunch or something. Uh, I don't know, barbecued ribs. Well, you can only leave crap like that out so long, you know. Mm. I mean, this, is a, this is a guy from a decent amount. I mean, his parents had plenty of money. He has a job he makes a lot of money. He, he's acting like Jerry Springer stuff, you know? The things he does, the way he, you know, it's, something's wrong here. I thought it was kind of a switched at birth thing, but it's like they have control of him. You don't need food that's been sitting out since 12 or 2, you know? Pork, beef, poultry, nothing. They had him so big that he couldn't tie his shoes. That's how big they had him. I think I need to put, you know, like the most powerful facts on a a poster board and and just have it in front of him every day. You know, uh, when he wakes up. You know, I, I can I can look down and, and tie and I can tie my shoes now. I can do this, and and it may seem degrading, but it, it's a wake up call. Don't go back where you came from. Mm-hmm. Don't let take you back there. You know, maybe you know I I can tie my shoes now. Uh, I can see you tie my shoes now. Uh, uh, what? You know, I I, I weigh X amount. I've, you know, I mean, uh, I just she means me well. You know, I will not be controlled. I will keep track of my thoughts, my actions. I mean, if if that's sitting next to his bed every morning when he wakes up, I have to be a better controller than they are. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I have to be a better controller. This is my job. You know what? If I'm good at it, maybe I'll get a different job. He is my job, isn't he? You got to do what you got to do. So I have to study what it is that they do, controlling people. Oh, and it's just to keep myself from being abused, to get the peace. I'm going to have to mute for a minute, guys. You can keep on talking. I'm listening. Well, I'll just talk to myself. Okay. Get to it. Uh, Kevin's on the line. There's about, let's see. Kevin refuses to talk to me. Uh, there's eight other callers on the line. 
Kevin, Kevin thinks that women should be seen and not heard. <laughs> yeah, are you there, Kevin? I think that's Kevin. Brian? Chloe's, make, Chloe's making cell phone cases. Hello? I hope that's Chloe. They must want me. They don't want me to get a damn thing done on Friday. All this week, they've had my butt up on this call. Yeah. I'm I'm cooperating. Yes, we can hear you, Lauren. Go ahead. Oh, hey, Ryan, good morning. Is Linda Bannon out there by any chance? Who? Linda, you know, uh, Linda, uh, virtual reality? I'm not sure. She was on here earlier. I'll try to, okay, I'll try to go ahead and try to find her tomorrow. Um, how are you? Okay. Yeah, we're okay right now. We're just having a little small morning conversation. <laughs> I didn't know you were up this late, Ryan. Oh, yeah. I've really got to stop it, though. It's taking its toll on me. I'm sleeping way too late. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh God, yeah. I don't blame you. I'm really surprised. Yeah. Are there some people hanging out this early? Yeah, there's about eight other callers on here and a few guests in the chat room. We had a large call earlier. There was a lot of people on here. Oh, that was good. That was good. I heard you earlier before I went to sleep and I, with Cindy. Do you think she's the one that had Ella's uh, call removed? Because my call was removed last year, too. I was very upset about that. I do. We do suspect her and Ken... Uh, Kenny See the Light and Karen Archer. How did they get us removed? Because my first calling series was removed last August, and I was very hurt about that. Well, I've heard different people say that what they do is they band together, you know, as mm-hmm. a person they are, and they make simultaneous complaints and, you know, stuff like that. But they got to have proof, though. I mean, you can't make complaints. Complaints and have somebody shut down. As far to my knowledge, you can't. I've talked to a talk show employee about this also. But but I do know, and I, and I'm going to get back to it. Talk show has been uh, has degraded though. Since I've been very upset about that. I just wish I had the money to go to another venue because I don't like it, and I don't like that person coming in uh, who's ever started that hacking. Very upset about that. That's something new. Yeah. See, I've got a lot of perps in our thing to even do that. That's not a real target. Right. A real target would never do that. Right. Okay. So I heard it was Donaldson. I don't know him. I don't run with him, but, you know. Well, he's the one that released that hack code on this call, and I'm disappointed in him. I don't like that at all. Yeah. Didn't he run with Derek or something like that? See, I don't like things like that. Uh-uh. No. 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 I'm really upset about that. Well, it is what it is, and I'm going to look for another forum myself. So. Uh, yeah, I don't blame you. We've been trying to find one. I want to find one where we can leave it open 24-7 and not have to worry about restarting calls and having our phone call dropped, you know, after five hours. Yeah, exactly. Whoever that is. Yes, I like to do that. Uh, Hard to hear about that, but someone definitely sabotaged mine. We think we have a lot of infiltrators, haters in our uh, own community. Perps, I, I don't think they're real targets. Right. Yeah, they say they're a target. They're not a target. They're yeah. not a target. Yeah. 
whatever I may feel, I'm, I'm very, hate me for the right reasons. Don't hate me for the wrong. Okay, you know what I'm saying? I'm a very blunt woman, but hate me for the right reasons, not for the wrong. Right. That's an ugly thing. I can't believe Cindy would do that. Um, hey, you guys, Missouri, will you, you talk to Lauren for a minute? I've got to do something here in the background. I'll be back, though. Oh, hey, Lauren. Just hey. advice. What advice? Uh, months and months ago. Remember, I had nowhere to go. It was a solar eclipse. The was going to kick me out, and a guy from Atlanta wanted to drive up, drive up here. Oh, okay. Are you better? Better off? I married him. Oh, how's that going? I, he's either an unwitting or wouldn't put, but... Uh, you know, I've got to figure out how that, you know, they control him, if they can control him, you know. Oh, yeah, they get us, sometimes they get people close to us to be our handlers. Right, so what I need to do is I need to control him instead of him controlling me. Um, I don't know anything about that, Missouri, you know what I mean? I know you, was, you called Saturday night, how have you been doing? I know when we first met, we were both going, you know what I mean, through the more of the support uh Thing, but as you can tell, my my views and stuff have really changed. You know what I mean? Uh, I really kind of want to fight this thing. Um, I don't know what to do. I did have a call. If you can go through, I think it's the present call series. Renata, I interviewed her about handlers. You know what I mean? How they come in our life to good, you know, well, to guide us, watch us. You know, dog training, yeah, a good dog training book or a good mind control. I guess so. I mean, and there are all kinds of YouTube videos how to mind control. So I think, you know, when he wakes up in the morning, when he wakes up in the morning, there needs to be something right there for him to see, to read, to remind him. And every yeah, thing that's in the bathroom, thing, you know, uh, on the mirror, something right in front of him, he has to constantly be reminded, you know, not to see what what they're trying to make him with me. Well, we're not gonna. I don't know if we're gonna come out of this right away, but when you get yourself together and want to be more of an activist, try to come on the lines and stuff. I want to live. I want to live. Okay, that's where I'm at. I'm on a journey of activism. I met an awesome woman about a year ago, Professor Solange Martinez. Once you've really been around that, you can't, you, you know, what can I say? No time for it. You want to fight this thing because they're not going to just well, I can, release I can, this token. You know, because they're killing us off one by one, I can assure you. But uh, we all have our, our paths that we have to choose. And I know I'm very freedom-oriented. Everyone has to make their own decisions, but I simply can't go back to the woes-me type of calls, the pity party. I'm past that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not there anymore. I'm just not. Huh. This program is That's, a kill program. It's not to kill us. Well, you a pretty good job. I mean, they've had me how many times? Yeah, I have a sister. I have a family to worry about. We've lost a lot of good people in this in this community. We've lost a lot of good people in this community. They have us isolated, pettily fighting, um, by all that feeling and worrying where we are, people aren't thinking. When I say move your brain, mind control is it's nothing. It's a scrambling, almost like you scramble an egg, except an egg, you've taken it out of the property when you cracked it whole to scrambling it. But our brain actually moves. We can still think. They just don't want us to know that. We can still think. 
It's all smoke and mirrors. We always want to act more powerful than they are. It's a, it, it's a retard, and I don't like to say that word too much because people fear that I'm saying retarded. It retar- mind control retards the brain, but you as a human being with the brain is inside the host of a body, your brain still moves. You can push right on through critical thinking. That's bullshit. Boom. Go right into it. We are not going to survive if we constantly have these calls of support because no human being can feel and think at the same time. One will give more dominance. This whole program works on fear. You know what Roosevelt said? There's nothing to fear but fear itself. You're saying Mind it's, it's, uh, it's difficult to feel and think clearly at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. You cannot do both. No, cannot co cannot coexist. You have to make a decision. What do I want to be? And then you move. You don't let anything and anyone get in your way. I didn't ask for this, Missouri. It's just how my life and stuff changed. Change. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to just handle the one in my own, you know, space. Right? He's out of town right now, but he's coming back. If I have to start by handling the very one in my own space, you know, if I can't handle this one, I guarantee you I can't handle anybody else. Well, yeah. yes. Good. Make up your make up your mind. Uh, you can feel, gather your feelings. You know what I mean. Center your emotions, so then you can push them out logically. The brain still moves. The brain still moves. I'm good. I'm good with me. I have to control his brain somehow. I have to get him to get on board at controlling his brain. Yeah, tell him his brain still moves. Moves. control his emotions. Is he spiritual? Can you go to church? Uh, He he might, but I don't think. I mean, he has a rain barrel of of stuff. uh, Wow. How do you you get rid of all that? Can you go to counseling, a psychiatrist, couples counseling? Uh, yeah, it's going to be like an hour a week. That's uh, He needs a lot more than that. Oh, wow. Do you have to... I think he needs well, an aggressive... Agree. What aggressive act can a man engage in? I mean, a punching bag. I mean, we have a garage here. I mean, just get a you know one of those big bags. Uh, he needs yeah, to get it out, out of him. I think he would feel better. That would be a good idea. And then, and then, um, what about you? You have that legal mind. Well, I don't know what's doing me. But I mean, so he is the you know narcissistic personality disorder. These people are they're they're powerful. They do suck up all the air in the room. Yes, they do, but they also, they're arrogant and they can make a lot of mistakes and stuff. Um, we have to make the decision, do I want, you know, do I want to um, tackle this or do I not? You know what I'm saying? And um, only us as targets can make that individual decision, you know what I'm saying? But the, Yeah, they can be really mean. They can be, they have a sweet, mean well, side. Well, we know that. Sweet, mean, sweet, mean. Uh, now, uh, they say that I you wonder if we can't tackle it because we still have the spirit of being Americans. You know what a lot of, uh, well, I don't even want to say the group because I don't want anybody accusing me, but this is true. A lot of groups that are non-American find us fat, lazy, and what else did they say? And scared. They don't think we, we're, they think we're literally livered. Well, look how they really regard our country. You know what I'm saying? 
I wonder if we have the balls, the cojones, to really, you know, stand up and do something, you know? I don't know. I, 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 no, I, I got to get my own house in order. I mean, can I control myself? Yes. Uh, well, you know, I don't know. I, 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 it would not, it's not in my best interest to be up at 6.52 a.m., <laughs> you know, am I you know, am I even controlling this? No. He's been out of town this week. The first day was fantastic. I would have gotten a lot done. But, you know, I let myself be run. It's hard to keep these people from running keeping me on their schedule. That's true. They kinda have me. So, you know, how how can I you know, I can't find any other level. I don't even have control myself exactly. And then I'm it's, 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 You're absolutely right. Get your house in order and do what you need to do. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm the one to give you advice, though. I think I've changed, Missouri. You know what I'm saying? You know, well, I, your sister. I know you have to kind of keep. You know, she can get. They get a hold of her, and then she. You know, kind of doesn't mean to, but she acts out. How do you keep control of that? Um, I've, I've been um, tough love. I've been very tough, and she's and she's moving with me. She sees. She sees it. I'm um, still going to keep tackling her health because I'm terribly per- medical. But she, you know, understands I really am a fighter and a real active activist, which I don't hear on these calls. I hear ideals, but I don't hear a plan. You know what I'm saying? A real activist has the who, what, where, when, how, an agenda, a deadline, and how we're going to meet it. You know what I'm saying? Not pontificating about it, not speaking about it in theory. Um, I'm very, um, our group is really, quite frankly, um, separating. Well, you know, and sometimes you have to move with the changes that lead you in your life, and some people will be left behind. You have your journey, and they have theirs. It's as simple as that. Mm. I know, you know what I mean? I know fighting it, it could be, it could be a tackle sometimes, but. We have to keep moving or allow ourselves to remain the same. We might as well, as Professor Martinez said many times on my call that was cut off, you might as well lift up your neck and let them slit your throat. She was absolutely right. Because I don't know what all these other cultures think that I'm weak or whatever. I am not. But I'm looking for a new set of people that want to fight too. You know what I'm saying? I know you are. Okay, and I think I'm going to keep going to social media to find a new group. You know what I'm saying? But where do you even go to find these things on, other than the YouTube videos on Skype? Um, I'm on um, Twitter. I'm on social media with Facebook. As you start reading people's posts, you, you know, you start reading, you can see their humanity, their character. It's even like the so people I, I want to interview. I, I, you know, I know about, and I'm not, yeah, I know about Duncan. He's okay, I guess, and so is Hill. But they are not bringing, like, new information. They're cool. Don't get me wrong, but I'm, I'm progressive. I want things yesterday. Like yesterday on the call, we were already talking about this ebook that came out. Well, it was published, let me get it, written in 2006, published in 2017. That's newer information of how they lay this V2K out, how they organize some of these gang stalkers. And even on top of that, there's a lot of factions coming against us, a lot of, um, what's it called, organized crime. It's a labyrinth of a lot of things, and a lot of people are involved, and we need to start. I know I've heard some people say hate crime. This is beyond hate. These are war crimes. 
They're war criminals, like the Nazis. I heard some people say, you're insulting German people. I think a native German would say, no, you're talking about the Nazi regime that was started over Hitler in my country during the 30s. You're not insulting German people. It was the regime. You know what I'm saying? That is the kind of thinking, stinking thinking, that a lot of our targets have. They, you know, I'm going to ask you, Missouri, are most TIs mind control? Because it's like the brain won't move. What's up? What's up? In the old days, you would just remember you said, I want my check. And you said, so can you give me another That's right, I still want my check. Uh-huh. It is. And I think I've been different. Elvira died and I was very close to her. I spoke to her daily. Very hurt. A lot of people are surrounded by perps and at the end of the day, they kill you. She's not of the of the walking, living anymore. And I'm, I'm tremendously hurt by that. Someone that you regard and they still viral cared about me. She brought a lot of speakers into my show too. She began to we were right on scene, the type of people I wanted to interview. I want Sarah and John Connors, man. I know what I'm I'm to give us ideals of how to even fight better. They're not as big and strong as they are, but oh God, I wish that a lot of our targets could get it together. You know? Those other countries laugh at us. They laugh at us. They find us weak. Could it also be possibly racially because I'm born African American, thus born marginalized, and like most marginalized groups, uh, ready to fight? It could be that, yes. It could be a possibility. Someone non-marginalized doesn't really know how to fight. In theory, may remember the civil rights, but yet a maverick, an individual of the culture by being an American and not fully accepting once I'm targeted, I am marginalized now. So I must come at this a little different. I don't know. I like to see most of these calls come a little bit more intellectual and thinking. I like to see a striving of going higher, not remaining the same. Well, actually, remaining the same would go lower, degrading. And that is what happened. You know, things don't stay the same. They only go up or down. So they really, you think they stay the same, they don't. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi. How's it going? So what do you think of the people who feel it's hopeless and would, you know, just... Um, as, you, as you believe, it's how it, it will be. If you feel it is hopeless for you, it will be hopeless. You know what I'm trying to say? You know what I mean? Because they're, they're, they're whittling down how they torture us, everyone, with their bodies, but we have the final say with our minds to say, you've won. You know what I'm saying? I concede. You know what I mean? We have a lot of traitors in our own country. This program, these people are domestic terrorists. These are war crimes, not hate crimes. These are war crimes. Diaper rash? Wait a minute. Why is there diaper rash in here? Diaper rash, uh, what is this? Relief. What does this mean? Excuse me? Honey, I got to get my own house in order. I got to understand what's going on. Hmm, interesting. See, I believed him when he said that Preparation H was because his parents 
had it and he liked it. Now there's something else going on here. I don't care. I don't get I mean, you know, he and I aren't even intimate, so. Oh, well, what do you want? Well, you know, we want I'm, to live together platonically. I'm, I'm a front for a, I'm his fake wife. I'm his, you know, on paper wife. Oh, okay. That's okay. It's easier than the alternative. I'm glad I saw that diaper rash, though. And one good thing for me being up at this hour of the morning. He's not around. Oh, that's right. He works out of town. Well, that'll be good. You get some uh, alone time and you can think things out. It's going to be a long weekend unless I have some things for him to go do. That's important. Uh, That's what I need. I need need, uh, some ideas on how to control the mind of the person I'm around. I don't know. I don't know anything about that. Maybe some. Um, have you heard anybody been able to help you on the line? Suggestions? I don't talk about it. I don't know what you'd need a lighter up here for. What would you need a lighter for if you don't smoke? Can you think of anything? He also no. had exactly. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to make sure he's not a perp that knows what he's doing or hired by somebody. I see exacto knives up here. On two separate occasions. Why do you need... Why, oh, no. That sounds like drugs, doesn't it? I don't know. I don't know. Jack knives. I mean, you, you know, those little, they're, they're like little razors. There's that and now a lighter. Well... I, I don't think so. I don't know. Never say never, right? <laughs> I guess not. The questions I need to ask, I can't ask on a phone line. How to control this situation. Wow. But there's a way. There is a way. If you believe you can tackle what you're going to tackle, there's a way to tackle this. Because this guy barely got out of high school. Did he go to college? He may be making 150 k a year, but he barely went to high school. I don't know how he got to college. Idea. Well, that's peculiar. Hmm. But they do send handlers to us, everyone. They really do. But I'll yeah, try to look for Linda. Right. And I'll... extremely proud of him. They're proud of their work. If they can take somebody who doesn't have much of an IQ and they can get him to make that, that's something for them to brag about, isn't it? Probably. They're very twisted. There's a lot of hate groups and stuff involved in this, too, everyone. Subversive groups. Nazis, skinheads, motorcycle gangs, medical mafia. Uh, Neil has mentioned that the psychiatrist department, all of that is mafia-owned. Sanctuary city, sanctuary states, they're dirty, they're corrupt. A lot of corruption that swirls around us, too, you know? I'm in a sanctuary city. You know, I'm I'm thinking about moving back just because I'm not ha- happy with the weather here. We're not responding well, and my sister, I, I hope she can get medical care better, but uh, get back to Cali. We'll be with our other sister. At least whatever's going to be, we'll all be together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So because we need a lot of... Um, with this targeting, what they're doing to us, we need to always try to try our best to live around those that are loyal, loyal, you know. 
And that's and that's a that's hard in itself, you know what I'm saying? Um I really do hope you get it to figure out what you need to do and get everything right. You know what my calls and stuff are, Missouri, because you used to want to be, a, you know, the legal mind. We need a legal eagle. See how we can get a tribunal for us. Oh, I, 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 I can for the record, I can't have anything to do with that. I, I know what happened to this gal here who did. She's not, she's not on the planet anymore. Um. I, you yeah, know, I mean, I could be, be a horrible person, but I care more about my own life, and I, I, I have to save my own life. Well, you know what? That is your decision. And with that, I will say good night. I, I have. Um, we will keep looking and finding those that are, you know, fearless. I, I wish you only the best, of course. Lighter. The lighter. I need, I need a street person. They could tell me what this is about. Exacto knife on two separate occasions, a lighter. What's this about? Ooh, the exacto knives. Hmm. See another person really serious. Lauren is hilarious. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't find a funnier person. Normal conditions. <clears throat> what have you been doing? What's in your throat? I think you have a woman there. I don't think it's acid reflux. I think it's something else. They're running me. I'm in the midst of a sweet mean cycle. Sweet mean, sweet mean, sweet mean. Dealing with pathological liar. Don't fall for it. Pathos don't change, right? It might be able to be managed, but that's as good as it's going to get. Ouch. 
To get control of them, you only have to say, really, one nice thing. It doesn't take much. You don't have to praise them for very long. Bring up something they've done, some trait about them. One compliment, not too much. And then they feel supplied. You don't want to give them too much. Then they won't need you. You want to give them a drip. Give them a drip. You know, be like a withholding mother. That's how they have so much power. They withhold what the kid really needs, but they give them just enough. You've got to give them just enough. I don't know how I can keep him from sliding from, you know, 15 to 50 to back to 15. Thinking that claiming I'm his best friend and thinking I'm his worst enemy. I don't know how to claim, I don't know how to change all that. How do you take an unstable, vacant mind and, and write on it? Especially if you have competition and they're writing on it at the same time. I'm competing with these people she's talking about. They're writing faster than I am. They probably have electronic parts and chemicals are blowing. I don't have those things. He can't be calm. How could I get him to be calm? Medication is the only way. Hey, guys, I'm going to go take a shower. I'll be back on in just a bit. You haven't been on. How do you mean you'd be back on? Yeah, I've been eating. I had to eat something. It's getting weak. I get weak when I don't eat. I think you need to talk for three minutes. <laughs> when are you going to send me that email? Oh, I'll call her before she leaves work. She'll do, she'll do, she'll do it on a Friday morning. Um, okay. If you promise to throw me a bone before you get off the line, I will do it. I will. I'll be right back on. I'm just going to take a quick shower. So I have your word? You got it, hon. I have your word that you're okay. So when you're in the shower, please be thinking, how can this nice person who happens to be female best, you know, sort of, not I don't want to say orchestrate, organize, whatever word you want to use, something to control this person who she's married to who is vacant, vacuous, up and down, sideways, etc. lost, who they are probably controlling. That's the best case scenario. I need I need a little bit of help. You know, I don't expect a perfect plan, but just some contribution. I, 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 you know, send you money. It's worth it to me. 
and I will get offline and call her and tell I'll, I'll send a photo and she'll send it to your email. Let me make sure I know what this is. Uh, okay. You got to promise you're going to do that, though. Yeah, but let me let me get this straight. Um, I can't say we just say your email online. Let me think if I remember it. I know it's at Gmail. It's osinformers at gmail dot com. You want me to send it to that one rather than the one you sent it from? Mm, well, no. You can, if you got you got my other one right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Send it to that one. I'll send you one too. I'll send you my Facebook link. I'm not doing anything this day. Oh, no. You won't post me on Facebook. No, a picture of me on Facebook. No. Mm-hmm. But, but my Facebook has got all my photos on it. Well, not mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just send me your photo, and then yeah, I'll send you the link to my Facebook, and you can see see mine. How do I know you're going to put my photo on Facebook? I'm not. I had no desire to to do anything like that. You gotta trust. You know that song by Prince, Trust? It's easy. No, Any songs by Prince, but not that one. Say again. Any songs by Prince, but not that one. Mm. Uh, let me think. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember your last name. I, uh, it'll come to me when I least expect it. Well, you'll see it once I send you my link to my Facebook. But I'll be back in just a few minutes. Is Lauren still here? Probably not. Looks like she is. We're talking. I was hoping that she would talk to you while I took a quick shower. No, she wants a, she wants a warrior. She wants a soldier, and I can't be a soldier because I want to live. <laughs> I'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Ha, 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 ha.
Got it. I'll put posters everywhere, like 25 of them. Tape them everywhere. Be nice, be nice, be nice, be nice, everywhere. It's possible. <laughs> Hello? Come up with some answers. 
Hello, who is this? Gabrielle. No, this is Kevin. How are you? Beg your pardon. This is Kevin. How are you? Oh, have you been instructed to talk to me? No, I haven't. No, I, I haven't. I haven't. Well, you you sound like a bright guy. Okay, so I'll just throw it past you. How can how could you like if your life depended your life depended on getting someone who is not always nice, has a lot of pent up things from childhood, etc., to be stable and nice as best you could, short of medication. What would you? How would you? You know, you can put up little. You could you could put yeah. Poster board up here, there, and everywhere. Be nice, be nice, be nice, be nice. Um, you can buy a punching bag. Uh, find a way for them to get, you know, I need some tactics. This isn't a joke. And, you know, I mean, if I'm looking for only fruitful contributions. If somebody asked me this question, I would help them too. I'm not looking for something for nothing. Can you think of, can you contribute one idea? That's what I thought. (sighs) No, I'm going to get smart and quit calling this blind. Wow. <clears throat> Hello, Gabriella. <laughs> yeah, I just used that name. Okay, ma'am. Um, is this uh, person that you're trying to, the young man that has the behavioral problem or whatever, one thing that would help is to ignore his bad behavior or the behavior that you don't want don't give any sort of reaction. I'm not sure if that applies in your situation. I didn't hear the details, but it does. I have a psychology. So one way to help deter that bad behavior is to ignore it. Don't give it positive reinforcement. Don't give it negative reinforcement. Just ignore it. I'm not sure how soon that will put an end to it, but the ignoring of it because they want a reaction. This person wants some sort of reaction, and they get to the point to uh, to where they don't care if it's a positive reaction or a negative reaction. They just want you to do something. So withholding that reaction can help to put a stop to the negative behavior. Good luck. How about just throwing one out? What if I just, you know, uh, you know, uh, sort of, it, it will feel better for me if it's of my own volition. So Okay. You know, maybe prophylactically, every morning, you know, before he has a chance to get up, I do something completely concocted, just write a nice little note, it doesn't like a little post-it note, doesn't matter on what, and just say, you know, thank you so much for helping my mom with this, or thank you so much for that. I mean, just some nice thing that puts this crazy whatever in the right mood, you know, and just hit it, hit it beforehand. That can be very helpful, too. 
because it heads heads him off at the pass, so to speak. And if he when he wakes up and sees that nice note, sometimes that makes it difficult to act like an a hole when other people are clearly being very nice to you and you don't deserve it. So that could be helpful as well. Thank you. You just have to try wow. different things and see. If I if I um if I can afford and I'm guarantee you I can. Can I somehow connect with you? Because this is the biggest job I think I've ever had in my life. Is there any way via email or phone or something? Because what I wouldn't give for a – I mean, I could talk to any psychologist about this, but, you know, there's there's psychobabble and there's actual – yeah, and I don't need that. Uh, Is there any way way to connect at all? Sure. Um, Would you like to write my email down? Yes, I would. Okay. It is. Tell me when you're ready. Very much. I am almost, and I am now ready. Okay. It's the number four. P-H-A. D is in day. You said D is in day. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's the number four. T is in Tom. H is in hotel. A is in apple. Y is in young. U is in under, N is in nice, G is in Joe, U is in under, N is in nice, S is in Sam. So that would be, it would sound like for the youngins at gmail.com. Wow, that's a tough one. And how does this work? I send my email and you we go back and forth until we feel comfortable enough to exchange phone numbers? Yes, ma'am. And I'm sure that will be pretty quick for me. I just don't want to say my phone number over this line. But, uh, you know. I'm going to say it one more time. 4-T-H-A-Y-U-N-G-U-N-S. At gmail.com. That's correct. Oh, that's great. You know, and I can just take, I can take a set of post-it notes and just write them all right out now, spray some perfume on it, put some lipstick, and just create these SOBs ahead of time and just leave them every morning. You sure you know, could. Some of this stuff is like, dog, get a good, I have people tell me, get a good dog training manual. I just, I don't want to be abused. You know, if somebody's an NPD, I believe mm-hmm. MPD, I believe MPDs can be handled. I think even borderlines can be handled. Okay. Because they're lost. They're lost people. If you give them what it is they're looking for, but you keep they tell them, you know, I'm giving to you, but you know, uh, don't don't push me too far. Don't ask. Mm-hmm. You know, don't don't even think about hurting me. You know, don't don't hurt your supply. You know, exactly. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. Exactly. I, I'll bet you have a stockpile of information. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Education and life experience. Well, that, that psych degree is valuable. That's got to be. I have a law degree. That's that's just, I'm trying to make it through this targeting so I can get to that ultimate PhD. But <laughs> uh, I'm thankful for it the groundwork that I do have, having this first one. Wow. 
And and somehow you got stuck in this thing? Yes, ma'am. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's been pretty tough. You know, um, I'm quite the academia in school is my thing. So I take uh, a lot of... Uh, I get pretty offended when they try to interrupt me with acquiring my education. But I'm still cranking out the A's. It just makes me a stronger student because I'm having to fight for it. I keep my Lord and Savior first in my life, and I know that if I'm trying to educate myself and better myself and contribute positively to the rest of society, I'm not doing wrong. The Creator is in my corner, and I'm going to prevail. So just have to keep going based on that. Is it getting harder and harder to find, uh, you know, nice people? Most definitely. And I'm uh, fairly young and unmarried, never been married, no children. So it's a little worrisome, but I know that when I'm in the right place, God will bring me the nice person that I need in life. I just keep putting out niceness and Carefully, that's what I attract. And I have great, a great happy life. It's just these people, these individuals are <laughs> trying to torture me from a remote distance. But the rest of my life is awesome. Everyone else seems to love me. So it's just them. They can't stand me. <laughs> So I emailed to you something. I mean, I, I've never done this. I, you know, I only meet people in person. I don't. I've never done this kind of thing. Okay. I don't do anything on social media. I don't try to connect with people I don't know. Yeah, this the um, this whole thing puts the targeting kind of puts a damper on how you feel about. Well, for me, I'm very leery about connecting with people over social media because that's how these nut jobs. You know, so. but yes, if you email me, and right now I actually have to go and get ready for an interview. But when I get back, I will check my email. And if you'd like to give me your email address in case you know I don't receive it or something, I can write that down very quickly. I think of how to do it. Uh, I with I used the, the uh, FedEx Kinkos email address because I trusted that. Okay. Uh-oh. It's funny because uh, I'm usually... Oh, I, let me think. What is, this is one, 0334. How about this? USA 0334 at FedEx, F-E-D-E-X dot com. Uh, again, USA 0334 at Fed, F-E-D-E-X.com. If you were to uh, email your phone number, I guarantee you, you're not going to get anything but me. But like I, All that I would ask is, you know, can I make an exchange of ideas for you know a, a reasonable amount of money, I can mail you. I can mail you like a like a money order. 
Okay. I need ideas. I've never had to deal with this. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to be looking for an email from you, and if I don't well, receive, uh, yeah. I mean, if you, I, I guarantee you, if you email your phone number, I will, beyond a shadow of a doubt, call you. And, okay. Uh, you know, whatever hours you want me to call, I will simply be seeking, you know, maybe some emotional support and any ideas in uh, trying to, you know, to deal with this and keep it, you know, get control on it. Okay. All right. I, I, I love to help. I enjoy helping people. That's well, like, uh, this guy, this guy, um, I, everyone said, Ryan, he emailed and hit me his phone number to the yeah, I, I haven't even called him yet. So, I'm, I mean, I'll, you know, it's not, I'm not a perp. I'm not a dangerous person. I'm not somebody who calls a hundred times. You know, that's not me. Okay. So. okay. And that's what I would be afraid of if I were somebody giving my phone number on the line. Well, the people that are perpetrating me pretty much have me all perped out. I don't think an added perp would make much more of a difference. So just to keep some people about, they've got my phone tied up all the time, all of my electronic devices. So I don't think there would be a place for you to fit in if you were a perp. Right. They wouldn't let me. All right. Well, thank you. Have a great day. I appreciate it. Sure. You do the same. Look forward right. to communicating. I will hope I will hope for your number. I will call All after right. Right. Have a good one. Thanks. You do the same. Goodbye. Uh, hello, is virtual reality Linda out there by any chance? Thanks, Mr. Hello. I'll just try to reach you tomorrow then. I oh, mean tonight. I'm all turned around. Why, hands the Jagala. Wish them. Electronic dog town. I couldn't find any matching places. Gary <laughs> doesn't know where there is no electronic dog town. He's part of it. Lauren, Lauren, why are you so quiet? Usually the life of the party.
month, I tell you, this will not be a walk in the park. This will be the most arduous and back-breaking weekend of your life. I cannot overemphasize the dangers which... Uh, yes, sir. I thought I was supposed to. Imps. Spitzen, your family will have to remain here. I'm afraid that's no longer true, ma'am. Budget cutbacks have forced us to eliminate anything the least bit. Well, uh, see ya. <coughs> Each two-man team will work its way through the wilderness to a cabin hidden somewhere on this mountain. The routes are treacherous, so use your maps. Okay. Uh, I lost my map. You haven't been issued a map yet. When you arrive at the cabin, there will be a congratulatory party with sandwiches and moderately priced champagne. Now, that is incentive. The second to last team to arrive at the cabin will receive an hilarious world's worst employee trophy. Hey, this sounds like fun. And the last team to arrive will be fired. <laughs> I'm not playing favorites. Both Smithers and I will be participating. Who knows? I might be the unlucky one who gets fired. Unlucky. I've placed all your names in this hat. Thank you. Now pair off as I draw your names. Lenny and Carl. Unnuts. I mean, uh, unnuts. Long and Sue Troy, Kimball and Dawson. Me and Drucker. Simpson and... Burns. Oh, I can't possibly be fired. I was right to be teammate. Fight on vacation. Only one name left. Whoever it is will be paired with me, and that person is William Smithers. Perfect. That's just perfect. Prepare for the adventure of a lifetime. Fight for survival against the merciless forces of nature. For your marks, get set. I 
Why get up? Here's a little move I've been tinkering with. Say I want that ball of dip. Why, you'd have to get up. Avalanches. 
your fault, Simpson. So what? So buttons. It's not another place for miles. This must be the cabin birds you're talking about. Well, we met it here first. All thanks to teamwork. Yeah, my teamwork. You must be covered by a thousand feet of snow. It could be days before they find us. Books, no radio, no board games. Ah, a bazooka Joe comic. Yeah, I heard that one was 75 years ago. You build snowmen. No, I have a better idea. We could build real men out of snow. Oh. Okay. Here, you kids cost me my job. You ain't last, Mr. Smithers. <sighs> Thank goodness. Yeah, birds ain't home. I never made it. Mr. Burns is still out there. <gasps> what about our dad? <sighs> Two hundred six bones, fifty miles of small intestine, full pouting lips. Where this fellow is less a snowman than a god. Well, we've managed to stave off Kevin Fever for a few hours. We should dress the snowman. Agreed. Move into this. You know, there wasn't much out. There was a handful of people talking about it on the internet, and and most of them were kind of seen as crackpots or, you know, berated uh, for their websites. But you know, since the book came out. And, you know, when we finally started getting uh, anti-chipping legislation in with a lot of the states, and Dr. Terry Robertson was instrumental in working with me uh, in Missouri to get one of the first bills passed against human microchipping through uh, Representative Jim Guest. Um, and then Snowden came out with some of his documents saying, hey, you know, you know, these tinfoil hat-wearing people have been talking about having their emails stolen and their computers hacked for, you know, 15 years now and we're called the tinfoil hat people. Well, guess what? Snowden just came out with documents that indeed, you know, substantiates what they've been saying for all this time. So we're slowly kind of inching our way toward exposure. And once enough of the public actually believes this and, and knows that it's happening, then that's when we'll have actually enough people in mass to have another Rockefeller Commission, you know, to, to have congressional exposure and to subpoena the records from the CIA and the NSA. Mm -hmm. Exactly. We certainly need that without a doubt. Well, it's, it's a remote brain hack is what it is. I mean, you're dealing with somebody who's remotely accessing the brain. My question to you also, I'm coming from my own personal experience, and I'll send you my documentary if you like it, but, but have you ever come across people who've actually had anomaly signals that actually move to music and rhythms, <clears throat> excuse me, which are not necessarily connected to the um, heterodyning, but actually another type of uh, exotic technology? Yeah, I've, I've heard a little bit about that, okay. I mean, I, and, I've, and I've had people talk about it. Um, you know, and, and I'm, I'm not real certain that that's completely foreign to the, to the heterodyning, but now are you talking about actually, you know, like turning on the TV and, and having signals actually broadcast through the TV? Um, it, it picks up on a rhythm. It picks up on rhythms, yeah. but it also can in, interact with um, elements outside like the wind, um, anything around, environmental. Um, propulsion systems are really big. When I was first inducted, just to give you a brief example, they actually, um, you could actually feel my energy field and this propulsion inside um, amping up with the plane and also motorcycles also. So this is what I'm talking about. This is the kind of manipulative 
technology, which is really a weaponization in some form of design that's designed to harm the, the person, the target. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it is completely a weapon system. You know, yeah. uh, when I wrote the first book, I actually had several friends still currently working in the CIA uh, and were forthright with me. Because believe it or not, not everybody in the government is exactly for this. Uh, you know, a lot of people can't come forward because they don't want to spend the rest of their days in prison for coming forward. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, the two CIA friends that I did talk to, uh, they, they forthright admitted that we have the technology. Uh, and as it was described to me, he said, well, you know, this is a weapon of war for use abroad. And I said, well, it's being used experimentally on people here, and, you know, my fiancé is one of them. Um, so, you know, what I, what I wrote A New Breed with and what I wrote Guinea Pigs with is actually inside information. So there are people on the inside that are sympathetic to the cause. But, you know, for them to actually come out and just break it wide open would be considered treason. Uh, and they would either be going to prison or moving to Russia with Edward Snowden, which most of them don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Right, that makes sense. Well, yeah, uh, it's insidious without a doubt, and I can tell you it destroys people's lives. Um, I do know from my own research that people used to come to me, and, and I can give you an example of, of somebody who was actually into what they call a forced suicide program, where the, where the communication was just completely taking them down to a point where he actually committed suicide. So, um, you know, I'm sure I don't have to tell you this. I, I'm sure you're aware of what it does to people. Well, and, and, and that's the reason, and I'm not trying to sound callous because it's horrible that people are being driven to that, but the rules of engagement with this technology are that, that once they once you're reeled into the program, whether it's randomly or whether you're a, a whistleblower, most of the time there's no reason you're inducted into the program. You're strictly a guinea pig, which is why I, I titled the book that, um, because most people, if you talk to them, they're, they're not political radicals. They're not political leaders, they're, they're not CEOs of companies, they're everyday people. You know, they're doctors, lawyers, housewives, unemployed, truck drivers, nurses. I mean, they're, you know, they're every, everyday people trying to make it that really don't have political aspirations. Mm-hmm. And um, they're, um, they're in, inducted into the system as a, as a guinea pig for eventually to be able to use it probably globally on everyone. So, um, but the rules of engagement are such that from what I've been told, uh, and got to remember, I, I actually counter-surveilled the group here. I, I know who they are completely and, and actually had the opportunities to actually watch the way they do it from gang stalking on up to the electronic harassment part of it. But the rules of engagement coming from the top are that once you induct somebody into the system, whether you continue attacking them or not is up to them, kind of, but they do have to be watched for the remainder of their natural life. And that's because they're afraid of somebody eventually finding the proof or finding a way to actually bring it to law enforcement or find ethical law enforcement that will bring it down. So um, the, the way around that, if they don't have the manpower to watch that target or get bored with watching that target, then typically what they do is ramp up the targeting to the point hoping that that target will take his, his or her own life. Mm-hmm. Right. Makes perfect sense. Well, like I said before, this is totally a war crime, if you ask me. And, and I, I understand the battlefield, and I, I get the part where, yes, this would help remotely for synthetic telepathy on a, in a situation of war. But literally, with civilians, I think that's a different animal altogether and, and, and not appropriate. So, I, once again, I do appreciate what you're doing. And, and it does sound like you do have solutions, which is huge, and, and that means a lot. Um, I think disabling the signals that they create is, is one of the things that I'm sure you're probably involved in. I'll talk to you off air about it if I can. Because that's huge, and that needs to happen. You know. So. Yeah, and and you know, like and like I said, we're going to need 
more people than just the targeted individuals actually clamoring to the government for exposure. Um, there's not enough targeted individuals as a collective mass to, to really get the attention of Congress and the attention of the government we need, at least short of, you know, spending several million dollars on a lobbyist. But, you know, once we expose this to where most of the public understands that it exists, you know, when, you know, when the non-targeted individuals, just the normal everyday guys and girls, you know, understand that, yeah, when you go to church and you're praying, the government's listening to your thoughts and listening to your prayers, not just God. Um, it, yeah, it, it's so sociologically altering to our society and to humanity that there will be a public outcry for exposure and for termination. Um, you know, now, you know, expecting them to have spent billions of dollars on this technology and then all of a sudden it's going to go away, um, I, I wouldn't expect that. I mean, it'll still be here in some form, whether it's to be used on dissidents or be used in a field of war, but um, but you're right, we do need to, to stop the experimentation on, on innocent citizens. And that's why I went to the Bioethics Commission, spoke to the Bioethics commission that Obama stated, because believe it or not, there's really no law against experimenting on the public. Mm. And I've gotten to some heated debates with, with targeted individuals online about this. They're like, well, there's the Nuremberg Code, and there's the, you know, the Helsinki Accord, and I'm like, not laws. They're not laws. You know, those are, are recommendations. Um, you know, they're ethical guidelines, but they are not federal law. And John Glenn actually tried to pass a bill through Congress years ago making informed consent vital and a necessity for any type of experimentation that is sponsored by the government on the public, and the Congress shot it down. Mm, unbelievable. You know, when you're messing with people's brains and their minds, I think it's, you know, it's a violation to me of the soul, in my opinion. And, of course, it reminds me of the transhumanism agenda, and I'm sure you're familiar with that. And it takes on the realm of an electronic god. I mean, literally. So... Very scary stuff and the illusion of, of fear. I mean, literally. Okay. Well, and, and, and or what uh, what uh, Dr. Robert Duncan describes as the high mind. Right. You know, where essentially you're turning humanity into the Borg. Uh, you know, from the the Star Trek you know series. You know, where basically we'll all kind of think on the same wavelength. When you know, sure, there's a lot of people that think different from me, and there's a lot of people I may disagree with. That's fundamental to humanity. You know, it's fundamental to society to have different viewpoints and different, you know, different attitudes on things. Right. You know, do you want a society where we're a bunch of bees, you know, flying out to the flowers and doing the wiggle dance to get back and making the honey in the hive, you know, where there's no individuality? And, right. and I don't think any of us want to live that way. No, not at all. I mean, I call it soul torturing because you're dealing with something very sacred like the soul, you know, consciousness, whatever you want to define it as. That's a sacred temple, and they're violating that with this, this, this use of technology. So, yeah, it's, it's horrific, and I, I mean, yeah, I can't begin to tell you. Well, I know you know, so um, I hope that people do stand up and, and are counted on um, people who have not been touched with this technology and really start to pay attention and, and get educated. And also what really concerns me is the psychiatric divisions. I mean, these are people that either they're in denial or, or what, what's going on with these people? Why would they just assume and not even try to investigate the aspect of having a, a covert technological hardware deployed on a target? Well, and, and if, you know, I, I actually dedicate an entire chapter in guinea pigs to psychiatry. Mm -hmm. um, and I tell you, the problem with psychiatry in this country, country, for one, is the residency programs in psychiatry, for the most part, are funded by pharmaceutical companies. So the goal of any psychiatrist is mostly, mostly to rope you into some form of medication treatment. It's big money. 
uh, is if you noticed in the DSM-5, which was recently released, they lowered the cutoffs to diagnose you with just about everything, the DSM-5. Uh, as a matter of fact, except for massive public outcry by physicians themselves, they actually had at-risk behaviors uh, in the DSM-5 as worthy of being diagnosed and treated, which means if you know, your mom has schizophrenia, that they're going to go ahead and say you're at risk for schizophrenia and, and that will give them the ability to diagnose you with a disorder and treat you. Uh, if you have sex more than three times a week, you've got an obsessive compulsive disorder and a reason to uh, treat you. If you're eating the same food more than three times a week, I mean, they really lowered the standards where they can rope in just about everybody into a psychiatric diagnosis. And there's no mystery to that. And you have to remember that if you look at the beginnings of this program, and this is an extension of MKUltra. For those who don't know what MKUltra is, it started in the late 50s. It was, you know, a, a bunch of sub-projects sponsored by the CIA specifically to look how to remotely control human beings through radio frequency, through trauma conditioning, through drugging, um, you know, through behavioral conditioning. I mean, they didn't leave anything out. If you look at these sub-projects, they covered every single basis there is for remotely controlling a human being. And they studied everything from childhood behavior to elderly behavior. And this is a continuation of MKUltra. And every one of those MKUltra sub-projects were headed up by a psychiatrist. So Hello. there is no mistake why this targeting so closely resembles schizophrenia. Hello? 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 <clears throat> hate this. I 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 hate this.
Hello? Is anybody there? This is Huggy Bear. Hi, I'm here. Hello? Yeah, hi. Hi. How are, are you? you targeted? Um, mm-hmm. Well, I'm hanging in there, uh, all things considering. Yep, I'm targeted. I'm sorry, what's that? Yep, I'm targeted. You are? Yeah. How long? Uh-huh. You know, the CIA, the, C, we, the CIA did an NSA, uh, the CIA did a coup. And that comes out of Senator, former Senator, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, you know, the only, oh, darn, what is his name? Him and his son. I can't think of his name now, darn. He was the one, only one that spoke out against everything. Uh, I can't think of his name now. Ron Paul. He's on. St- you can find his video over there. He's on stage and he's telling people that the CIA did a coup and we need to get rid of them. And uh, boy, people applauded and yelled in positive to that comment. And now it's even worse. Now, my research clearly, he put a CIA director in charge of the CIA, a woman, and she is on, she ran black, she was in charge of black black sites and uh, black, uh, what do they call them here? Uh, she was in charge of black sites, project sites, and she tortured herself with her own hands, her bare hands. She literally tortured people herself. Haspel is her name. And boy, over at Twitter, if you go to Twitter and you look up Donald Trump, my God, what they are tweeting to him, including Edward Snowden. Uh, she had in- interrogation documents from the Senate and uh, from the highest Senate that demanded them. She hid them. She lied. She covered it up. And this woman is not sorry. There's a pictures of her, uh, as, and and he dumped. Uh, see, I don't like I don't like any politics anymore because I know that they're all in bed with the CIA. I know that. From my, you know, we've been sold out. And this is a new world order. And what I'm reading, uh, this new world order is that uh, they have absolutely no. Um, Empathy. They have no care for innocent. They don't care if the innocent people are being tortured and killed and robbed and pilfered. They have no feelings about it at all. Sadly. And we have been sold out. You know? They did 9 11, and um, they, they were like that long before, but we just didn't know it. You know? Oh, you know, that yeah, you know, we have a problem. You know, I see everybody want you know wanting. They're writing letters and aren't get, getting anywhere. And these petitions aren't worth anything. Um, you, you have to fill out certain forms and do it their way. 
in order to submit things. And, uh, you know, I'm sure, I, I know I I contacted over 40-some departments, uh, Homeland Security, on, in and around, and many of them wrote me back and said, named off six other divisions and said, would you like us to forward it to there? And they did for me. So, I mean, I think I was well over 60 and uh, got nowhere. And that was in, like, somewhere between 2011 and 12. And I finally, I gave up. Um, I was even calling police departments up where I lived. I mean, I I knew detectives, and detectives told me that... uh, they tried to get this stopped on me, and uh, one of them was a New York state-level investigator, and even he couldn't get it stopped. He, and right in front of me on his cell phone, he tried to get it stopped. He really did. They, they did numerous ones. Hi. So. Anyway, I, I wanted Ryan to know uh, where, you know, I told you where my family's from, my father's side, and uh, they were there from the early 1700s. Uh, let's see if I can name off. I'm related to all of Sevier County, so you know, Blunt. Um, sorry, what's all them counties over there? I mean, you go from Sevier to Gatlinburg, in fact, everybody's my kin. Uh, Dollywood, my grand, where Dollywood is in Sevierville, uh, my grandfather was born and raised there and his sisters uh that was my his mother my great grandmother's uh uh and they were you ever hear the uh huff uh, wait a minute, let me think uh the huffy tools yes yeah, severe can yeah that's my family and the mcclurs they own uh there's Hello? a gambling casino down there ryan they own it and uh they're all Native. They were Native American and Scotch Irish, basically. And there was some German in there too. But they, were, but they came down there through the Valley, uh, pre-Revolutionary War era. And my seventh great grandfather is buried in Gatlinburg. And I, I, you know, I I always wondered about that. Julie Roberts. That's a good point. I don't know, but there weren't too many Robert that came into the country and very few originally and so there's a good chance we're related especially since you're we're, did, how far back does your family go back far over there because my family over the years you know over the they moved around hmm. yeah they moved around uh, you know a lot of them moved into different counties uh, in Tennessee, further in, north or or south, you know, different areas. They uh, they also had a, yeah, Sullivan County. That's an old county. Um, some of them were went back and forth from there over to North Carolina, Western North Carolina. And there's we, you know, there were lines even that were over there. Matter of fact, uh, the East Tennessee used to be. I'm trying to think, was it Western North Carolina was owned and run by Tennessee, and it went back and forth, I think in the 17, early 1700s, and I think it might have went back and forth twice, 
So you might have, we, we had Ken on one side and the other. And uh, see who married into my Roberts? Uh, the Emmerichs. That's an old line, Emmerich. Emmerichs. Emmerichs. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of surnames. I know them if I see them. Uh, yeah, Moyer, Myers, uh, which is me. Uh, a lot of lines. Uh, God, I can't think of any of them now. The Huskies. Huskies. Yeah, Husky Tools. That was my great-grandmother's uh, surname. Uh, sorry, I can't think of all the names. Now, they, yeah, Husky. I'm a Husky. And there's a lot of them that are over there, you know, that historical area. Over there, Walker, the Walkers. Uh, I, I, somehow I'm akin to them. Uh, with the one, uh, he had three. He had a wife, but back in those 1700s, he would have, uh, you know, other other sort of kind of wives, you know. <laughs> I mean, they really did do that. Yeah, Fort Watego. Watego. Oh, yeah. I did a lot of... Uh, my kid, yeah, I had kids that were in that. Were um, were Ortega, huh? That's old, original, way back. Hmm. Interesting, isn't it? Now, Tennessee really held on to their history, uh, more so than a lot of other states. Well, I can't even. I don't want to get. I did a lot of research on my family. lines and uh to this happening i never got to finish it and i was really getting there too and uh you know all my my computers were so much hacking done and what have you and i was chased around the country so much i lost papers and documents and files and not to mention uh money you know i mean they actually chased me to my banks and that was the military yeah it was terrible i felt like the born identity and uh you know what? What happened is they 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 turned on us a um, a sediment worldwide simulation, and they wanted and they got full spectrum of dominance, and everybody's got this smart dust and nano in them, and anything you see up there from being sprayed on us, what goes up must come down. So we're swimming in the ionization. And, I mean, you got parasites and everything else involved in here. Yeah, full spectrum dominance. And uh, with the sediment simulation, uh, they made everybody a, a node or an avatar in a computer. Supercomputers that uh, we can't wrap our thinking around. So... Uh, and they sort they, they they tricked all of us into participating in the creation of our own targeting in a sense with cell phones and we needed cell towers. And uh I think lied to the American people so much it's not funny. We've all been lied to. So uh but now with this Trump, you know, they're showing and when he's bringing the CIA and the really dirty, filthy ones into the public eye and putting them in charge, he, he's showing. He sold himself because he owed the banksters a lot of money over the years. 
big because I remember uh, up in the Northeast he had a uh, gambling casino in Jersey, and uh, he was always, as far as I know, in debt. You know, always. And I, I all, I'm questioning how did he go from being seriously in debt to being like a trillionaire kind of guy? You know. And uh, I read some documents that he owed banksters big money. No, no, he's not trying. You're, are you keeping up with the news? No, you're wrong. Trump, uh, he's he signed documents. He's for more torture. He's for more torture. Is that he's an evil guy? And I'm not any political persuasion. I've been an independent all my life since 18. Oh, he he's an evil bastard. And so that's what we have running the show. The CIA did a coup. You think they don't have anybody up there that uh, is not one of them? Any kind of torture, Ryan, is sick. It's wrong. It, uh, it goes without... No. The insurgents and militants is, 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 is the CIA. This country is... They created the ISIS, ISIS, whatever they're called. They've created all of it. There's a, most every one of the ones they have in their torture rendition prisons, which should not exist, because they're over there torturing them with psychologists. You understand? They're doing psychology work on them. Now, every almost every one of them is nothing but a farmer. They can't even, do you know when they try to starve themselves because they can't take the torture? Do you understand they're being tortured 24-7 in orange garb like they're prisoners with black hoods over them? None of them, none of them have been found guilty of anything. None of them are allowed a trial. None of them. They're torturing them for psychological reasons. And what they're doing to us is psychological operations. And then when you get into the psych psychologists, that's a lot of the ones that are researching on uh, TIs, these scientific psychologists. And let me tell you, they're not right. There's something wrong with them, all of them. They're lacking. I, I look at them. I listen. I've watched till they make me sick. They're lacking any form of empathy. They have none. That's psychotic. If you look up heavy-duty research into the terms of others writing about what's going on in our country, what's happened, and the terms psychotic, psycho, they're psychotic. They're nuts. They're, they're blocked. They're missing a part of their brain where they would have no problem running us over like they're doing and backing up to see what happened and to do that over and over and over and over and over again for years until we're dead and gone. You understand there's something wrong in this mentality to torture people. It's not normal. So they got where they're at by robbing. They have robbed this whole country blind with the Federal Reserve, which is, is nothing's there in reserve. 
and it's not federal. So we had treason committed early on in this world, in our country, and they were determined this new world order to get to do that to us in early 1900s. And I was reading quotes of famous people that up in D.C. that made these comments about this new world order as early as then. And they brought it right on in. And so that's what we're dealing with, a new world order. Okay. Once early, I'd have oh, coffee. <laughs> like a beer. Nice cold beer, boy. And, uh, you know, they, they did a coup. It's plain and simple. And, and again, that, that's quoting uh, Ron Paul. And then you get into the DOD directive and how early on uh, Kucinichus, who's a former congressman, who presented papers up there, Bill, to stop this targeting. And he names off everything they're doing to us. And uh, only a small handful out of three, 400 congressional members signed it. Oh, God. You've got a purple in this call. Somebody's going, oh, God, oh, God. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That didn't sound like Linda. Linda, is that you? Chloe. Linda? Linda? I don't, she's not answering. Maybe she fell asleep. No, it wasn't Linda. Yeah, that might have been. I don't think about it, but what it huh. Um Has anybody's targeting went up? Mine. Yeah. Has it gotten uh exotic, let's say? Strange? Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Well, not that strange. Not that strange, but they're doing. I'm the one that's always, you know, on Twitter that's always tweeting about being chemical, you know, like the chemical warfare. I'm getting, yeah. uh, you know, gassed every single, like, 24/7 almost. Bio, bio, biological warfare. That's out of their own papers. Well, this is like, um, like, uh, well, this is like pesticides, chlorines, things like that. Uh, I don't know if they're getting. I don't getting, know anything about that. But I'm I'm moving it out, and I may be self-contaminating. Chloe, are you okay, sweetie? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, thanks. Uh, yeah, you sound like you were. Is, I thought you were Linda at first, and you sound like you were being hit, like you were in pain. Uh, well, they. Uh, I'm 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 concerned. About some of the chemicals that are used on me, they give me a sore throat, like you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I just heard grieve in the background. Is that you, Gree? Yeah, I hung my phone up on the wall here, but yeah, I've been kind of listening, but the light makes a light, and I'm not getting to sleep. I, um, but yeah, I'm getting real loud buzzing, you know, from the chemicals, and uh, but yeah, I mean, I. I 
you know, I've been, you know, because anyway, but, you know, they could be going through transformations, you know, and uh, I took, you know, their, because I'm exposing myself in different ways to them, so I'm not able to cover them up. I get some covered, and could be they're reacting to the line, but there there could be because I have insulation on the floor. They could have put a canister up in there too, you know, along with the saw, you know, the because all the poisons are are solidifying, but by the same token. You know, a lot of these rubber gloves, they don't work very long if you're working, you know, if you're removing the stuff with uh, different solvents, it could be going through the rubber. Exactly. That's about it. It could actually melt if it's strong enough, the chemicals. Oh, act. yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's true. I, I use various stuff, but, yeah. So, yeah, some, some of it is acetone I use, and I was using lacquer thinner, so... But I'm getting some louder ear, and then my numb and my my thumb and my my uh, big toe kind of went numb. A little parts of it went numb yesterday when I got up. So, oh. yeah, it's uh, yeah, and there was this really bizarre ear ringing two nights ago. I mean, when I was on the phone, it just went way up, and then it started doing it last night. But I didn't, see, you know, I was real. You know, because all my tools, I did. I was lifting board. I'm just continuing a wall, you know, because uh, and it, my gloves were just swishing in it, you know, because I mean, it got they got all my material, you know. He did my all my materials, and you know, you forget sometimes, and you think, oh, that one's that's clean, that's not that area's clean, or and I could have moved the stuff around on the stuff that when I don't wear gloves, you know, so it's hard to tell. Yeah, I get some of those heavy-duty ones, the heavy-duty gloves. Yeah, I have some chemical gloves, but they smell like a chemical itself. I don't know what's with that, but... <laughs> it's kind of defeating the purpose, huh? Yeah, well, I wore gloves inside them, so... But, no, they're pretty, you know... I bought, I got all kinds of gloves, but yeah, they're all basically neoprene or or uh, or vinyl, not vinyl, but uh, I don't know what all, but uh, well, the, the ringing in my ears is twenty four seven. It's persistent, twenty four seven. Yeah, mine are ringing like crazy too. It could be the calls. We're stressing out on the calls. Because remember, these metals work with your brain. The real ringing is about your own electrical part of your brain activating the soft metals. That's what's really happening. Because they're reacting to the electricity that you're generating. <laughs> that you're generating, you know. It's the, uh, it's the technological harassment and the remote neural monitoring that causes it with me. Yeah, well, once once you got those metals rattling around in your own grid, then uh, yeah, the, any little thing can activate it. Anything. Yeah, that's true. You get that too, don't you, Chloe and Alyssa? The ringing, ear ringing. 
I mean, it's loud. I, I think it's just the stress, and you gotta you got to get away from the coffee because we're using stimulants to activate our brain to stay up and stuff, and uh, you got to tone it down a little. We've discovered what's going on. I, I think, you know, we got to just tone it down and, and – work like little busy bees, but, but lower the amperage and get off the coffee and get off the stimulants. And yeah. Uh, it, those are soft metals, you know, they can do uh, a lot of harm if you, if, if we try to, you know, we got to relax, you know, smoke a little more weed and, you know, (laughs) Let our let our dogs do the walk and they're talking, but they're, you know, go after the. Looks like, like we lost Tuggy. I'm not sure what happened with her. Let me let me send her a Facebook message okay. real quick. I'll be right back. Hi. Hello, are you still there? We lost Melissa. Melissa's in L.A.? Yeah. Oh, you mean Huggy. Yeah, 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 Listen, might have got knocked offline. Wow, you're really up. Um, uh, that's uh, yeah. Who, yeah. me or the guest? I'm not sure where everybody went. Well, it's starting to turn daylight here. It's, starting, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's not daylight.